times you stood by me For all the untruth that you made me see For all the joy you brought to my life For all the wrong that you made right Bitch, I'm gonna start crying For every dream you made come true For all the love I found in you Bitch, I'm gonna start crying I'll be forever thankful, baby You're the one who held me up Never let me fall To freedom! I'm so crying, bitch You're the one who saw me through Through it all Bitch, I'm gonna start crying you were my strength when I was weak. Give me dick or give me death. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. Wow, a green bean. You know, like, uh, it ain't that deep. You was my eyeballs when I couldn't see. You're really a bomb. You're a bomb. And you saw the best. Mm, I don't like that. There was in me. That's not something I couldn't I even see it in myself. In my life. You're a Lifting me bomb. up when I couldn't reach. No, because, and honestly, fuck that bitch. You gave me faith because you believe. <laughs> what? What? A, that little ass dick, bitch. What am I supposed to do with that dick, bitch? I'm everything <laughs> that I am. You're a whack ass bitch in a whack ass car with a whack ass ass. Because you love me. I'm gonna start crying, bitch. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray, bitch. It's the 100th episode. Shout out, shout out. Honestly, shout out to me, bitch. I'm hold on, wait. Not me really giving it off like that. Not me really giving off like bitch. Shout out to me. But honestly, it is really, honestly, it really is a shout out to me. You know, but it's really a shout out to us, bitch. <laughs> I really can't believe it's 100 episodes. Wow, the time has really fucking flying by. That, Anyways, that was a very beautiful rendition of Celine Dion, Because You Loved Me. I decided it was really important for me to do a Celine Dion song for the 100th episode just because she is um, the artist that I've really covered the most in this podcast um, out of everybody. So shout out to Celine Dion. I hope she get better wherever fucking lupus, fucking Alzheimer's, whatever parkinson's disease was stiffening i think she gets stiff or something she be getting bricked up bitch not celine dion getting bricked up it's for you know what i shouldn't even say that that's really horrible that i said that but honestly it's the 100th episode and it's very on brand with this podcast so um but anyway shout out to celine dion but more importantly bitch shout out to us bitch we made it bitch we fucking made it bitch congratulations bitch like we've been through it and you fucking made it, girl. You made it. Congratulations, girl. I'm gonna start crying. Wait a minute. I'm really hold on. I'm really not trying to give it off like that. Um Wow, a hundred episodes. It's funny because I literally feel like I just started this podcast. But I was just talking to someone recently and I was like, bitch, do you feel as though not wait, I was talking to my mom. <laughs> Not bitch, do you feel? Not to my mom. Um, I was talking to her and I was like, I feel like 
the pandemic was like a uh like a vortex like a like a, a time warp like we just walked like it happened and next thing you know it's like three years later you know what i'm saying like i feel like these three years just went by so fast anyways i'm really really okay before i get into this show because i'm not trying to get too emotional with this show because bitch you know i'm an emotional girl in an emotional world um I really genuinely want to give a shout out, bitch. Here we go. Here we go, bitch. Here we fucking go, bitch. Am I going to cry? Again, again, a fucking again. Um, I do want to give a shout out to you guys for tuning into this podcast and, and supporting it and listening to it. Um, I mean, I've shared this multiple times. I really was... I didn't feel adequate enough to do a podcast on my own. I've been told and urged for years. I mean, literally since 2016. I think the first person who was like, bitch, do a podcast was my friend Bettina. I mean, I've told this story a million times, but, you know, that was what, four, five, six, seven, seven years ago or something like that. And I was like, you know, I just don't think I can do it myself. Like I need like a, a host and stuff like that. And. I don't know. You guys tune in every fucking week. And bitch, the times when I when I y'all be y'all be waiting for the damn podcast to be up, okay? And I'm just really fucking thankful for you guys um for listening. I'm also really kind of astonished that I just thought that like I would come out with this podcast and you know, the first the first episode did numbers, bitch. We charted all that other stuff. But then I was like, you know what? It's going to just fall off. No one's going to tune into it. Once they really get the gist of it, that there is no format for this podcast. We don't have celebrity topics. There's no gossip. There's no, you know what I'm saying? The girls are going to be like, girl, I don't want to listen to this bullshit no more. And it's that's not the case. It did the opposite, bitch. The numbers are tripling. So thank you guys so much. Um, really, thank you. Because um, I've, I think I said this on the first episode, time and time and time again, I get people saying, you have helped me through whatever I'm going through at the moment. Um, just being able to tune into you, laugh for a little bit, get my mind off of it. And that is, bitch, here I go. Here I go. Am I gonna cry? That is very true. And um, I'm very thankful for that. But it's also both ways you know like you guys have really helped me a lot and have made me more confident in myself and really trusting myself and i have the ability to do this by myself i do not need a co-host i don't you know what i'm saying like i just i think i i've this podcast and some other things have really allowed me the ability to think and not think but just realize you are good enough where you are right now and I kept thinking, no, I need to be better. I need to be, I need to get to this level. I need a host. I need that. I need this. I need that. And it's like, no, you have all the tools it needs. You need to accomplish what you want. So I just want that to be a testament for anybody listening. You have what it fucking takes. You know what I'm saying? I think doubt really does creep into our fucking minds every day. And we doubt ourselves and... I will say the last few years, 
I've stopped listening to that voice and a lot, bitch, here we go. And a lot of it is from you guys. So thank you guys so much. I really cannot express how thankful I am for what you guys have given me and confidence and the ability to um, be happy, you know, with myself and my capabilities is literally fucking priceless. So thank you guys so much. Um, I'm going to take a moment to wipe my face and go pick up my food downstairs. I ordered spaghetti and meatballs and a pizza. Why did I order so much food? Don't ask. I'm going downstairs, going to pick up my food. I'll be right back. Wow. So that was a very long break. Um, I ended up going downstairs. Mind you, I'm recording this part now a day later. <laughs> I went downstairs, picked up my food. Shout out to fucking Ashley. But because she went to go get my fucking sauces. Okay. Girl, more on that later. But I ended up going downstairs, picking up my food, coming back upstairs, eating all my food, having an itis, taking a nap, getting on TikTok Live, getting banned, FaceTiming with Jonathan, getting drunk, and literally passing out at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, who, like, girl, just stupid, 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 stupid shit. Um, where was I, bitch? Yes, it's the 100th episode. I do want to give a shout out to the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast. Five stars and what, bitch? Five stars only. So this week we have reviews from, girl, hold on. The fuck? You know what I'm really annoyed with? This is like my 100th episode, and you th you would think by now I would have everything organized, laid out, like just the reviews already up, bitch. Not me grabbing my phone, logging in to go get the fucking reviews. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to um, Perez Boy. They rated it one star, but let but I don't think they meant it to be one star, and I'm not being shady. I really deadass do not think it. It says, best of the best. Top tier podcast. Can't believe I've been listening for over a year and never reviewed. Wow, fake. Anyways, I just got my surge for my wisdom's teeth, and re-listening to the show is sending me off to Mars, where people shower and bathe. Love you, Solomon. Thank you, girl, um, for rating <laughs> for reviewing this. They did leave it one stars, but I think it's... I think you was you might be still on the um the meds from getting your wisdom teeth taken out. So I'm gonna let it slide, but thank you so much for the review. Another one it's from um wait, bitch, why are these out of order? This is so annoying. Yeah, that's the only review we have for the week. Wow, that's gaggy. Um, but yeah, I just thought y'all would at least, you know. Give me a couple more reviews for the 100th episode. You know, I'm just like, wow. Like, uh. I'm here to tell you right now. We don't care. Let me tell you, right, let me tell you <laughs> We don't care. But yeah, nonetheless, I want to say thank you guys so much for rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. To my Nippy Inc. family, Donna, Lynn, Pat, Lori, Shelly, Aaliyah, Rose, Brian, Darren, and Ulysses. Thank you for holding down the fort. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, um, this week we have something very special that I want to share. And bitch, I I already listened to some, to them. And bitch, I'm already was in tears and crying. Bitch, you know, just a softy, bitch, a softy. 
the girls be really making it seem like Capricorns are like these hard ass bitches, but like we're hard ass bitch. I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're hard as bitches because we have to be, bitch. Like, life has made us this hard. We're actually really softies at heart, like, for real. Anyways, um, we have some voice messages. I, bitch, it's no shade, but I didn't realize you could leave a voice me- message on my podcast. <laughs> I mean, I knew about this when I first did the podcast, but... I kind of, sw- I didn't, I don't want to say switch platforms that I just switched the way I record. So I don't see them. Anyways, long story short, we have some this week and I am going to play them. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to send in a message for the 100th episode. So here we go. Solomon Girl, congratulations on your 100th episode. So, so proud of you. And let's just get this coochie Clorox shit out and roll in. Congratulations. We love you. Hola, Salomon. Personally, I would just love to felicitarte for your 100th episode. You definitely have worked hard. You definitely are this inspiration, this motivation. I definitely see every day your dedication. Thank you from the bottom of my heart as a fan of yours for your platform. I do not know what I would do without it on a day-to-day basis. Just know that it is appreciated. Muchas gracias for everything that you do. And again, mil felicidades. Congratulations, Salomon. Salomon, this is Dominique Morgan. You know, I am a huge fan of yours. I think you are hilarious, talented in so many ways. You're an incredible musical artist. And I think it's dope that you've taken this new platform and you are at a hundred shows. Most girls can't do anything past 50, baby, and you gave the girls 100. So congratulations, and here's to 100 more. Hi, Solomon. Happy 100th episode. You are the Don Diva, the queen girly of podcasts, because no podcast has ever podcasted like the Solomon Ray podcast before. Okay, bitch, no one gets to spiral every week. No one gets into the messy listener letters like we do. It is honestly hilarious and I love you. Um, I also need you to know that I too want to go to Japanese. I'm going to Japanese, bitch, not Japan, Japanese, because because of you. (laughs) And also the phrase turkey dick will never stop being funny. It never stops taking me down but you know what my most favorite thing is when you say i'm not even trying to give it off like that i'm not even trying to put it off like that no but for real i'm not trying to give it off like that but we're giving it off like that the solomon ray podcast is now a hundred episodes in bit yes this message is for the doll the hilarious and the one and only solomon ray why am I recording this on my headset at work right now? 
But anyway, that's besides the point. But I just want to come on here and say that you really know how to lift the girl's spirits up and really turn the party out. You're my best friend in my head, and that's just what it is because honestly I would twirl someone right by your side in the end so anyway keep shining bright and doing you and staying true period love you bye hey Solomon I started to follow you I think two three years ago when I saw you make that seafood boil and you kept saying the juice the juice <laughs> and ever since then like i've been following you online listening to your podcast i'm really up to date i just want to say like through the years you i see this like improvement with you and you're really working hard and i like your your podcast i like your personality you're very funny uh, I like it when you share emotional things like I really appreciate that and I just wish you the best for the next hundred episodes uh, take care and um, talk to you soon Helen from Montreal Canada A smooth operator, a smooth operator. A smooth operator, a smooth operator. Bitch. Thank you guys so much. I'm really... No, bitch. Listen. Y'all really got me emotional. I'm not trying to give emotional girl in an emotional world right now. I'm really trying to stay focused and do this fucking podcast. So <laughs> thank you guys so much for those lovely... um voice notes you know whenever i'm sad and depressed and ready to jump into fucking traffic bitch i'm going to listen to those to make myself feel better bitch no for real like you know you ever have like those moments where you just be feeling like you're really not that girl you know and you just need to find a pick-me-up and it's like nothing is working you know like sometimes okay this is my toxic trait oh my god i can't believe i'm saying this i cannot believe i'm saying this I will be. I cannot believe I'm saying this. Wow, this is actually very toxic. I've never shared this with anyone. I, maybe I shouldn't. I'll share it. Whatever. So, 100th episode. Sometimes, like when I'm really feeling bad and really in the down and the dumps, bitch, and really feeling like an ugly troglodyte, and I don't deserve anything nice in the world. I will really just talk to a guy just to kind of validate me real quick, and then block him. Okay, this is really bad, but I do that. And I'm not proud of it. I'm really not, you know. It's really not. I don't suggest you guys doing this. But, like, sometimes I be really talking to a man, and he'd be fine, boots, and I'd be like, da 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 And then I just got to block him just to kind of validate myself, you know. And it's really just reason number 954 why I got to go to therapy. Um. So, anyways, I guess now instead of blocking these fine men, I will instead um, listen to those voice messages. And because honestly, that's that that that's the pickup I need, bitch. That's really the pickup I need. So thank you guys so much. So moving right along. Be 
being that this is the 100th episode, I thought it was very appropriate to give out an award. So this is the Solomon Ray Podcast Humanitarian Lifetime Achievements um, Award. And this award is really a serious award. It is actually, I'm all jokes aside, honestly, this is a very very serious award um, that is really only given to commemorate excellence. It is really only here to um, commemorate outstanding achievements in the world of humanitarian charity life work. Um, It is just really there to acknowledge and really tip my hat off to greatness, to sickeningness, to all things that are cunt, all things that are over Canova. And for this award, um, it's a one-time only award because, you know, you only get one 100th episode. So this award goes out to laughter. And um, so it's really a shout out to laughter. And the reason why I'm saying that, all jokes aside, bitch... Um, life be getting hard, bitch. Life be getting hard. And sometimes you're up. Sometimes you're down. Um, sometimes you just be down. And it, you just be staying down for a, a while. And sometimes your downs are more than your ups. And um, sometimes people experience a lot of loss in their life. Um, Sometimes people experience a lot of sadness, um, anger, things that are very unfair. Life, bitch, fucking life. And one thing um, about me is I've just gotten to the point in my life to where I just don't like to revisit and just be in those negative spaces. So I really just find light in a lot of things. I love to laugh. I love comedy. I love to just tune things out and just smile and laugh and crack a joke. So I'm not trying to explain myself and there is no need for me to explain myself. But um, that is kind of the reason why sometimes I be joking about things that are very dark. You know, sometimes I just be laughing at shit that some bitches are be like, bitch, that shit is really not fucking funny, bitch. Like, that is hella, that's fucking serious, bitch. You know, I'm like the most unserious person because laughter has been always a form of therapy for me. It's been something I really hold on to to get me through some of the worst places in my life. Um, Not to make things super deep right now, bitch, but... You know, like, there are moments where, like, it's hard for me to sleep. You know, there's things I've seen in my life and gone through that I just, you know, I'll I'll never, like, get those. I'll never be able to change that. I'll never be able to go back. And just like a lot of us, you know, it's life, bitch. You Things aren't always great. Um, But something I have just always been able to really depend on is comedy and laughter and just cracking a joke. And um, when I was younger, I never thought that I was funny. People would always tell me like, you're so funny, you're so funny, you're so funny. 
And it would kind of annoy me because I would be like, bitch, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, why are you why are you laughing at me, bitch? Because this is just me living my life. And so clearly I'm a joke. <laughs> so I just didn't realize that until I started to look back on my life. And I was like, bitch, I was using comedy as a way to get through a lot of things, to kind of you know, I guess you can say put on blinders to kind of not think about things and just to get through some of the things that I went through in my life. And since I was a kid till now, it's always been a constant stay. So yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to laughter. And, you know, I think a lot of us really lean into that. And sometimes we just want to fucking laugh, bitch. We just want to fucking laugh, you know? Um, and I think I think a lot of times, like, I, especially more now, more now than ever, when I'm presented with a lot of things, I kind of will always choose the route to like laugh about it or find the joke. Um, and also, it's also a cultural thing. Now, listen, I know a lot of cultures are. You know, they love to laugh. And they are, they're always cracking jokes. But let me tell you something. Black folks, bitch, we are the most unserious bitches. Like, we will crack a joke down, bitch. Like, we don't take shit seriously. Which is, I mean, but it's, like, we do. But, like, at the same time, like, we don't, if that makes sense. Like, we don't be taking shit serious, bitch. We will always crack a fucking joke. And um, it's all, but you know what? It's also culturally, it's part of how we get through a lot of things. How we, you know, you're, when you're inundated with sadness and things in the world consistently, um, especially when it's part of your community and your surrounding, bitch, sometimes you just need to fucking laugh. Sometimes you just need to just find a way to get through it because it's either, what you, what you gonna do? You gonna, you gonna either laugh or you gonna either cry. What is it? And you could cry. That's fine. There ain't nothing wrong with it. But some of us, we got to laugh. That's how we get through things. So, um, I didn't mean for this to be like a serious moment, bitch. It was actually supposed to be like, really supposed to be funny, bitch. And clearly it's not. <laughs> um, But... Shout out to Laughter Bitch, the recipient of the Solomon Ray Podcast Humanitarian Life Lifetime Achievement Award, bitch. The first and the only, and moving right along. So in celebration of the 100th episode of the Solomon Ray podcast, we are counting down the top five most memorable moments of the Solomon Ray podcast. So coming in at number five, this is, y'all love this story. It was kind, I just put this in there because so many people wanted it. It is, oh, okay. Damn, not me shading myself. It is not one of my favorite stories because it brings up a time of um of anguish in me whenever I think about this moment. Um, it's still you ever have like those moments to where something really pissed you off in the past, and then you look back and you're like, girl, why was I so angry? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not me. Um, 
whenever I think about something that pissed me off in the past, it be making it it get me re angry again. It re up the anger. It it re it puts it back in per, like like it just happened. Like I get re angry again. So um. <clears throat> little triggering for me, bitch. But um, this is when I was <laughs> doing orders and I was, we would have so many orders that we would drop off at the, the post office. And there was this man named Andre who worked at the United States post office and he might still work there. I don't know because I don't go to that post office no more. He's still, honestly, I'm getting really upset right now, just thinking about it. Um. <clears throat> So this is memorable moment number five with Andre from the United States Post Office. And it's still fuck him. So let's have a listen. Girl, let me just talk about this fucking post office because I'm just, girl. There's no, I'm not even really going to give like a backstory because y'all already know. Most people know the backstory. It's just, you know, it's been fucking wild. So. As you know, anytime I do, like, a mask sale, it just be fucking pandemonium, bitch. The fucking orders be through the roof. It's just a lot, right? Boom. But we're, me and Serena, we're just, we just know how to streamline everything. Everything's, like, we got everything down to, we got everything packed. Like, we just know how to work these things real quick. Um. So, anyway, so we had, as you guys know, for, let's say... Monday. Let's do Monday. Let's just keep it real simple. Let's say, let's keep everything very simple. Let's say on Monday, a hundred people place orders. Okay. So for Monday, I normally go on Shopify and print out one page and one page has a barcode on it. It's called a manifest and you get a barcode, a scan code. And on that scan code, when the post office scans that code, it checks in all 100 orders for that day all right so boom so then tuesday come along let's say you got 50 orders so then you print that scan code and then on when the post office scan that code it accounts for all 50 of those orders for tuesday and wednesday and Thursday. you know what i'm saying so boom so sometimes it be glitching sometimes we don't get the scan codes sometimes it you know most of the time it works there's like a 95 percent of the time it works there is a five percent chance sometimes it does not work sometimes when it doesn't work sometimes it's not that many orders for that day but there's been a couple occasions to where the times where it does not work it's you know when there's a huge sale a free gift sale or a mask sale or whatever where there's like a shitload of orders and so anyway, so you take it to the post office when you drop off your shit and you drop off your shit and you be like, hey, girl, here's a little scan code. They scan it. Move. Boom, 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 boom. You leave. Well, they don't like it when you drop off a lot of orders. And you know what? I get it. It's probably really annoying. But here's the thing. Who else am I going to drop the orders off with? That's OK. I'll wait. Who? Who else am I going to drop the orders off with? Do you want me to literally drive across the United States and drop them off myself? Or do you want me to use the, the service that I'm paying for and y'all drop them off the post office? So if y'all don't know yet, 
every fucking time I come in that motherfucker, they always got some sort of attitude. If I got the scan code or not. Now, I don't really like to get ugly. Like, I really don't like to get to those levels. I really try to be cute and sweet and, and all that shit. But every fucking time I walk up in that motherfucker, they always got a, some something slick to say. And you know what? I walk in. I smile. I don't. I don't do shit. I'm like, here's your stuff. Every fucking time they got a fucking attitude. Every fucking time. Every last one of them motherfuckers in that office got a fucking attitude. And it's not one location. It's not two locations. Every fucking location got a fucking attitude. I'm sorry. Y'all might want to pass this if y'all get offended by cursing and, and shit. And you got your babies and somebody in the car, bitch. But this shit grinds my fucking gears like no other. And I'll tell you why. It don't just grind my gears because, oh, for a multitude of reasons. One of them is just why you got an attitude? Why you got an attitude? For what? For what? For why? Why you got an attitude? I want to know that. Because... I could see if I came in here huffing and puffing and throwing shit around and acting crazy. All right, cool. I deserve that attitude. But if I'm not doing none of those things, where the attitude coming from? Where it come from? I didn't do shit to deserve this fucking attitude. But you know what? I'm going to let it rock. And I let it rock time and time and time and time and time again. Because I'm like, you know what? In the bigger scheme of things, y'all still got to scan these fucking packages and get these packages out to customers. That's all you got to do. So at the end of the day, you still got to work. You still got to put these packages through the fucking mail and get them out. So it don't really bother me no, either no type of way. But I'm like, you know what? Let me. I'm just going to let it rock. I'm going to let it rock. So... Anyways, we doing orders. So the first day, one of the first day's orders, it was a lot of orders as per usual. It was hundreds. And of course, we get down to print down the fucking manifest. Boom, it ain't working. I'm like, oh shit. So we call in support. We trying to do all we fucking can to get that fucking barcode. Because I was like, Serena, I don't, I can't do this. I cannot, I cannot. I cannot, I cannot walk in that motherfucker without this scan code and hear, hear somebody talking out the side of their neck. I'm going to go to jail. So we got to figure out a way to get this scan code. So I'm on my computer sheet on the com the office computer. We calling support. We doing all the shit. They asking us to do get rid of cookies and caches and delete this and reinstall that. And two hours go by. They be like, bitch, we, it just, we can't generate it. So... But it will work for tomorrow. So I was like, well, shit. Serena's like, no, I'll go early in the morning and I'll drop them off. So then, so we had one day's worth of orders. And then so we started working on the second day's order. Second day's order, boom. Got the scan code. Everything's good. So here we got, so I said, because still, I'm not a fucking asshole. We decided to separate the orders. We got the ones that are on the manifest in one area. We got another fucking order, set of orders without the manifest. So when we drop it off, we can say, hey, girl, these are the ones that you that are the easier packages. You got to just scan one code. These are the ones on the manifest. And these are sadly the ones that are not on the manifest. 
just to kind of like help them out. Because I, I just also want to remind you, we don't have to do that shit. I don't got to do shit. But drop them off, pay my taxes and die. All right. So I don't, I don't have to do that. We don't have to do it. First off, also, a manifest, a little scan code is not a requirement. I just have to also put that out there too. Having that is not a fucking requirement. You don't need that to mail off shit for the United States Postal Service. You don't need that. It's just to help them with their fucking job. It's just to alleviate some of the the busy work that they got to do. More on that later. So we separate them. Serena's like, I'm going to go early in the morning. So there's no problems because before we will go, let's say they close at four. We get there at three. You got to come earlier. All right. I don't have to come earlier, but I can. Again, you have to do this regard. This is still your job. Okay. I don't have to do shit. But drop these motherfucking things off, pay my taxes, and die. So, we're like, you know what? Let's just go earlier. Let's do, you know, just trying to, trying to alleviate the attitude we already know we about to get. So, Serena's like, no, I'll deal with it. Cool. Boom. So, I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. Serena, if they, she, I didn't, didn't hear the phone ring, but she, there was some shit going on. She blowing up my phone. I said, what the fuck didn't happen? Child, they, she went to go drop off the orders. They told her no. So first off, what do you mean no? What you mean no? What, 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 how, what you mean no? <laughs> I paid for the, the shipping labels. This is the service that I, what you mean I can't drop off my orders? What are you talking about? Y'all just being silly and making up some shit. We don't even have scanners. So you mean to tell me you're going to fucking lie? And see, like, just thinking about this really gets me tight. They were like, we don't even have scanners. How are you lying to me? Why? And and why? Do you think I just fucking slid out of my mom's fucking uterus yesterday and flew through her fucking pussy lips and and just cut my fucking umbilical cord yesterday. You mean to fucking tell me you're gonna lie and be like we don't got no scanner? So how how what so 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 nobody mailing shit out today. Nobody can mail shit out today, cause y'all motherfuckers ain't got no scanners. Don't lie to me. That's another thing that really fucking grinds my gears, bitch. Don't fucking lie to me. So Serena is like she spirals a little bit, but nothing crazy, and. Then everybody in the poster office was like, yeah. And they were like backing her up. They were like, yeah, da 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 Like, they always got an attitude. They're always out of this. They never are able to do this. They don't know where this shit is. They lose our packages for this. So everybody like spiraling. So all of a sudden, they magically found the motherfucking scanners. So then he was like, well, you got to come. Can you come back in a couple hours? Serena was like, well, what's the issue? Because before, every time I come back, you be like, oh, come back earlier. So now I got to come back before closing. They're like, actually, can you come back next week? We're like, what the fuck? How, what you talking about? Come back some next week, bitch. These packages need to go out today. The fuck I look like having customers with fucking packages that, and, 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 and they get the fucking tracking numbers emailed to them talking about, Oh girl, they, they told me to drop it off next week, bitch. That's not 
a response. The fuck? So he's just hitting us with all this bullshit. His name is Andre. I think allegedly his name is Andre Christensen or whatever the fuck his name is. Fuck him and the horse he rode in on. Fuck that motherfucker. So um, Andre proceeds to fucking lie to Serena. Serena's still spiraling. 45 minutes pass. Ain't one damn package done got scanned. So then after 45 minutes, he starts scanning the packages. So now once he's done with one bag, it takes him 10 minutes to scan the packages. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10 fucking minutes. So you mean to fucking tell me you wasted 45 minutes arguing over some bullshit when you could have just knocked this motherfucking shit, this shit out in 10 minutes? Really? It was worth, it was worth all that. Stupid. So now, after one whole, once that, um, the one, the orders with the, without the scan code, once those go get processed, he's like, okay, I'll do the ones with the scan code. Serena said, nope. Scan every one of these two. Scan every one of them. We're, no, I'm not giving you the scan code no more because now I can't trust you. I don't even know what the fuck you're doing no more. Uh-uh. I want to see you scan each and every one of these now. Bitch, the way when Serena told me that over the phone, I, I fucking howled to the moon, bitch. Oh, that shit was so... It tickled me. She said, no, scan them all. <laughs> so anyways, so I'm like, they always fucking try it. They always fucking try it. So then, Monday was a holiday, but I guess the mail was running or some shit. I don't know. This fucking doofus marked all of those packages as delivered. Delivered at the United States Post, like the the office, delivered there. And so, we get an onslaught of emails of customers talking about, it says delivered. I don't know where it is. I checked my neighbors. I checked my box. I, I done called my landlord. And I don't know where my shit is. Serena's at the car dealership dealing with some shit with her car and stuff. And she's just getting hit with email, 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 email. And she's looking at these tracking numbers. Bitch, that motherfucker put everything as delivered. Let me tell you something. I had to do blood work that morning. So... I didn't eat. I was fasting. I just left the doctor's office. I'm hungry as hell. I'm like, ooh, bitch, I'm going to go eat, bitch. She hit me up with that, baby. When I tell you, I was in the car, right? I flew, flew to the post office. I said, no, we're going to fight. No, 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 no. I got I to gotta handle this. Flew, ran red lights, flew to the post office. Bitch, I don't know if I locked my car. I don't know if I left anything in my... I just parked the car. I don't even know if I parked it, bitch. I don't know if the motherfucker was in neutral, revert. I don't know. I came out that car and flew in that post office, and it said, in observance of indigenous indigenous holiday day, whatever the old Columbus Day shit, indigenous shit. They said, in observance of this, this office is closed. I said, well, shit. Saved by a motherfucking angel, bitch. Because the way I was coming for next. Because the bitch was hungry. A bitch. I don't, see, the thing is, don't fucking play with me. First off, don't play with my money. That's first and foremost. That's probably the number one thing that will get you fucking got when it comes to me. Don't fucking play with my money. And second, don't play with my gangster. I don't like that. Don't try to punk me in no sort of way. 
I let some of those things slide, I don't mind it. But in conjunction with my money, don't fuck with that. Because not only are you making my job harder, because now I got to go through all these hundreds of emails talking about some, we don't know where our shit is, it's delivered, trying to figure out some shit, trying to calm the girls down. Now you not only, you taking time away from the shit that I got to be doing. I don't like that. So the day was closed. So then we do more orders that day, whatever. And so she's like, you want me to drop off the orders for tomorrow? I said, nope, I'm going to go by myself. I'm going to, I need to, I need to talk to somebody because this, this shit ain't about to happen no more. I, I'm so over the extra shit. It's been a year. I can't do it no more. So I go there with the orders. They're like, oh, do you just need something to scan? I said, nope, I need to talk to the supervisor. I'm supposed to be talking to this man. Everybody started rolling their eyes. And I said, I know. I know y'all rolling your eyes because you already know what's up. So I'm talking to the, 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 the supervisor. He done been out of work for 13 years or 13 months because some shit he did with his back or whatever like that. So we're talking, right? Cause and, and I've eaten. I'm not. I'm not ready to get froggy with nobody. I'm actually just trying to be like. I'm just trying to come to a, a conclusion to try to figure out what the fuck is going on. I'm really cool. Just chill. Like, do you? It, would it help? I was like, what can we do? Would it help if we use the scanning guns with you to process the orders? Like, what? What's the easier way to do it in the advent that we do not get the barcode? Because I told him, I said, the attitudes, I don't know where they're really coming from. Because I'm not asking you to build a fucking rocket ship. I'm not asking you to do long form mathematics, trigonometry, and, and fucking the square root. I'm not asking you for none of that shit. I'm really just, and I'm not asking you outside of your job description or your skill set. I'm literally saying these are packages that got to be sent out. So they got to be sent out. So that's just, that's what you do, right? You send out packages. You know what I'm saying? I'm not coming to you for, to build a house. You know what I'm saying? I'm not coming to you to do IT work or electrical shit in my home. I'm not coming to you to go paint my, I'm not, I, I, I'm asking you to do the fucking job that y'all supposed to be doing. This is not a new institution. They, they didn't just come up with the fucking post office a year ago and, and half y'all motherfuckers don't know what the fuck you're doing. You knew when you when you when you apply for this job, that's what the fuck the post office do. That's what the fuck y'all do. Y'all send shit out from point A to point B. That's it. That I, I don't y'all ain't selling clothes. Y'all ain't ain't doing shit y'all ain't doing graphic design y'all ain't doing shit but moving shit from point a to point b y'all know that when you signed up for the damn fucking job so i'm just like what what can we do to just figure it out so he's like okay well he's like let me see if there's a way to also kind of manually create a scan and da -da 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 so we're just trying to figure it out and we ain't nothing getting elevated nothing it's just we just talking out of nowhere out of nowhere, out of fucking nowhere, this Filipino lady then came up and was like, well, who give you attitude? They say, all of y'all give me a fucking attitude. Don't, don't walk up on me with no rah, 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 bitch, especially when I'm over here fucking chill. Don't do no rah, rah, rah. I'm not internet. Who give you attitude? All y'all give me a fucking attitude. Y'all probably never seen this side of me before. 
I know every time I come in here, I'm really nice and hunky fucking dory. But today I got an attitude with you. So we both going to have an attitude. She was like, well, we can only scan two pieces of mail um, per per transaction. Or no, she's like per person. I said, that's a fucking lie. And I'm about tired of y'all motherfuckers lying in front of my face. You mean to really fucking tell me y'all can only scan three pieces of mail? So motherfuckers can only mail three things a day. Don't fucking lie to me. Don't and that's the thing that gets me fucking tight. Don't lie to me. Don't fucking look me in dead in, in my motherfucking eyes and then lie to me about some bullshit that ain't even real. I I, I, I don't know where y'all grew up. I don't know where half of y'all grew up. I don't know what fucking fantasy land y'all grew up in. But where I come from, you lie to a motherfucker that can get you got. So the whole lying shit is wild to me. Y'all just be lying. So then I'm still not even getting funky. I'm just like, just shut the fuck up. I said, everybody got to add it. Then she going to be like, <clears throat> what she say? What the fuck did she say? She said something that made me spiral. She said it's too or something. And that's, I forgot what she said, but then I spiraled and I was like, Ma'am, you don't have the skill set to not do this. The skill set for your job is so low, they can even train chimpanzees and other animals to do your job. And quiet as it's fucking kept, the way Amazon's encroaching on y'all motherfuckers, robots about to be doing your job in any minute now. This is a no skill set type of job. All you got to do is scan things like they do in the grocery store when they scan produce and fucking barcodes that's all you're doing i don't know if you have fucking carpal tunnel syndrome i don't know why you're not able to scan things but your job is very 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 low on the totem pole of skill sets it takes not much to do this animals can do your job bitch the way she gagged bitch people in that motherfucker cackling and I was like, I'm not even trying to embarrass you and, you know, be rude like that. But it's like, what you mean you can't do this? This is not even, this is a low skill set. This ain't even nothing. You ain't doing nothing. Bitch, ain't nobody asking you for fucking Excel spreadsheets. Like, even that's low on the skill. Like, you just fucking scanning shit. You be on your phone all the damn time clicking and tapping and shit. Bitch, tap these fucking packages. You're, like it just it just fucking drives me nuts how people just don't want to do their fucking job and it's like I'm not asking you to do anything outside of your job requirements and your skill set. I'm literally saying this is all and and the thing is and the fucking thing is I'm not asking you to type in the addresses and where is this going? Do you need insurance? What's the way? Bitch, I did all that shit. I did all that shit. The weight is in there. The insurance is applied. Every fucking thing is possibly applied. The label, the packaging, everything's fucking there, bitch. All you got to do is fucking scan the motherfucker. Ain't nobody asking you to do shit else. Ain't nobody asking you to put, get the, the fucking tape and, and, and the box, build the box. Ain't nobody asking you to do for shit. Just scan the fucking package and go and leave the fucking attitude somewhere else. Like, I don't, like, 
And I don't know what about me. Like, people just want to just be funky with it. And then all of a sudden, all of a fucking sudden, when I get fucking fiery and get real spicy on a motherfucker, then all of a sudden, oh, you're taking it too far. You're doing too much. You need to calm down. You're being insulting. You're really, was I? Because I was just minding my own fucking business, doing what the fuck I got to do. And y'all coming at me sideways. I'm only here talking to the motherfucking supervisor, the motherfucker in the corner. We ain't even being loud. You ain't even part of this fucking conversation. You walk up talking about who making you ain't. Bitch, you. The fuck out of here. Like, that shit really fucking drives me nuts. Like, and I'm sorry. I don't want to be, have no fucking podcast of just being angry and shit. That's wackadoodle. But it's like, why ain't nobody want to work? The fuck? You don't want to stay your ass at home. Don't be here. You know, like, imagine if, imagine if I was like, you know, I don't want to do my job. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do my job. People going to be like, if people request refunds or canceled orders or buy shit from me, I'm like, mm, you know what? I'm only sending out three orders a day. You know, y'all motherfuckers would jump me. If I took your money and was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. You know how? I, I wouldn't be able to walk out my door. Y'all would dead ass find me on the street and jump me. And it would be it would be warranted. I'd be like, you know what? You're right. I deserve this. Y'all would rock my shit. Bitch. I just... And the thing is, like, I'm just like, I just need to hurry up and get to the... the, the my jewelry website off here and put it in the fucking fulfillment center because I can't deal with this shit no more because I only got a couple more moments of somebody giving me attitude and motherfucking scanning packages saying they deliver and doing funky shit that would get you rocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, you did that. You 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 marked all those those packages delivered because you thought it was funny. You thought you were like, nah, let me, I'm going I'm to get this. For what? 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 Why? Why was you doing that? For what? You didn't think I was going to find out? And see, it just like, it is, I'm really a fucking work in fucking progress, bitch. Because I got to give the fucking glory to God, bitch. Because the, the old Solomon ain't too far from the new Solomon. And I am working on that fuse, but that fuse, it's still there. It's just, it might take a long time to get that fuse going. But I'm just like, I don't, I don't remember. I used to work retail. I used to like work with people and be out there. I don't remember ever being like, nah, Mm -mm. Nah, I just, I'm not doing that for you. What? Like, yeah, there's definitely times I didn't want to work. There's definitely times I didn't want to be at my job. But I didn't go into, I didn't go to work every fucking day with an attitude. These people have got attitudes every single day. And you know what? It's probably because people do probably be talking to them crazy. But I'm just like, I'm not that one. Like, I don't do all that. 
I believe in matching people's energy. I really do. I believe if you should start off nice and if a bitch come at you and she got funky attitude, you match that energy. That's okay. If you work in somewhere and somebody come up to you and they got a little funky energy, match it. But if they not giving you off that energy and they being cool and they trying to work with you and they being nice and shit, just be cool. You may not want to do it, but it just be like, mm, okay. But don't be off rip talking, trying to give fever. It don't that I don't know how I don't I genuinely, 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 genuinely don't understand how y'all got this far in life untouched. If you if you approaching everybody in life with this type of energy, I don't know how you've been untouched. And maybe you've been touched before. Maybe you've been touched. And maybe you've been touched and you know how to touch. So maybe that's the reason why you got this attitude. I don't know. But I'm pretty positive y'all ain't been touched. Because if you've been touched a few times, you would have to dial back off of that energy. Oh, Jesus. All right. So that's... That really, you know what? I need to let go of the past and move forward. But it's really funny because I really can't because I was just at the post office maybe a week ago. And I've been using this other post office and they've been really fabulous helping me get all my orders together and, you know, dealing with like large quantities and just just helping me out. And so I was like, you know what? And I literally dumped all this in front of her. And she was like, kind of looking at me like, girl, let's just put the stuff in the, the, bo the box, please. Put it, put everything in the bin. I don't know why you're sharing this information with me. Like, as I literally was like, you guys are so nice. Like, I used to deal with this one guy in Point Loma. And he was such a fucking dick. And, da -da -da -da. and she was just looking at me like, all right, girl. So do you want to drop off the packages or not? Um, anyway, so, so glad that I don't have to deal with Andre no more. And it's still fuck Andre. It's really fuck Andre. All right, so moving right along. Coming in at number four. And this was a hard one because I was going to rank this even higher because this is one of my favorite moments. This is, I remember recording, I remember specifically recording this episode. I remember where I was. I remember what I was wearing. I remember everything about recording this and I remember while I was recording this I was thinking like you're a lunatic for even going on this rant this is either going to be a memorable episode or an embarrassing episode and quite frankly it's both um <clears throat> but you guys love this episode a lot it is the episode where I go on my fast food slash pet peeve rant um which literally I need to update because there's more fast food pet peeves that have really been triggering me lately now that I'm back in San Diego and I'm running through drive throughs more than I used to in, in New York. So it's I don't want to get into it because I'm trying to stay focused and do the memorable moments because there's a lot I could really add. But, you know, I might end up going on a 40 minute rant. So anyways, thus, let's move on. Coming in at number four is the fast food rant. So here you go. So my fat ass was, I've said this before, but one of my biggest pet peeves ever 
one of my biggest pet peeves, and I've learned, I'm like, why does this bother me? Why does this bother me so much? Is fast food places that put their food in a box. Now, listen, listen, okay? You ever go to, like, a fast food place and you order, like, a burger or a chicken sandwich or something, whatever, bitch, and you get the bag and you, bitch, let me just set up the scenario. And you get it and then the food is in a box. The fucking, st- all right, so I'm going to turn the ringer off because if one more person bothers me, I'm really going to fucking lose it. Today's the day. Okay. The food is in a box. I just don't, I, I, it looks cute. You know, the girls were like, oh, my food comes in. I don't want my food in a box. I want you to wrap my fucking hamburger, cheeseburger sandwich, whatever the fuck I'm eating and wrap it in the little, the little fucking wrapping paper, you know, because, and let me tell you why. Whenever I go to fast food places, bitch, I'm hungry. And normally, I'm the type of person to where I don't eat when I wake up. I will literally wait like six, seven hours before I eat a meal or anything before I, I mean, after I wake up. So I normally wake up, I get my coffee. um, And yeah, that kind of just curbs my appetite until fucking five, six o'clock in the evening. <laughs> And then I'll eat for the first time. I know, super unhealthy, allegedly. But, like, some people are like, oh, that's considered intermittent fasting. And then I'm like, mm, well, why am I not losing weight? Because, bitch, I'm looking at the scale. And it just keeps, them numbers keep increasing by the, by the month. So, by the time I actually eat, I'm hungry. But I'm already running errands. So, by the time I'm wanting to eat, I'm already out and about. And, bitch, I need the food now. Like, I need it immediately i don't want to place an order i don't want to wait i don't want to like do a takeout or a pickup or i don't want to cook shit i don't want to do shit i need it immediately so i normally will go my fat ass literally why am i losing weight i'm not losing weight bitch because you're running through drive-thrus so i'd be going to the little fast food places right and like, Jack in the Box is really cute, but I stopped going and fucking with Jack in the Box because every, every fucking thing Jack in the Box got, they put in a box. If y'all know what Jack in the Box is, for all the fat asses out there, bitch, Jack in the Box is lit. Like, Jack in the Box got everything lit. Everything be just lit. Like, it's the best. It's one of my favorite, like, fast food places. But I stopped fucking with them bitches because everything's in a fucking box. They got the taco or little little mini tacos in a box. Breakfast sandwich in a box. Burger in a box. Chicken strip in a box. Every fucking thing in a box. Which, now that I'm saying that out loud, Jack in the box, maybe there is a correlation to that. But I stopped fucking with them bitches because I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do the box. But, you know, you go to McDonald's or whatever, and now they're starting to put the shits in the box, too. So the reason why I don't like the box is because by the time my fat ass runs through the motherfucking drive-thru, I'm hungry, I'm angry, I'm, like, shaking, my eyes, my eyesight is starting to go away, my hearing starting to diminish, it's getting dark, it's getting cold. I'm hungry. So I order enough food to take home. But I also estimate the drive home, so I order a little snack, a little snacky snack for the drive home. So, if I'm going to McDonald's, I'm going to order me a Big Mac with extra Mac sauce with added ketchup. 
I'm gonna order me a little ten piece chicken nugget. And I don't really fuck with French fries no more. I just don't really like potatoes and starches the way I did as a kid. So, but it normally comes with it. I won't eat none of that shit. And a little juice, a little high C orange. But, bitch, I will get either a chicken sandwich or, like, a cheeseburger. But sometimes I want something else. Like, sometimes I'm like, ooh, bitch, I think I want the quarter pounder. Or, bitch, maybe I want uh, one of the chicken sandwiches that they got. But the thing about it is they put it in a box. They'll drive home. I need that in my hand like I don't need it to be in a box because I can't drive and then I can't put my dipping sauces on it and it's just like it's so fucking frustrating get rid of the fucking boxes I know this seems like such a very trivial thing to be upset about but it just it just drives me nuts and I've told people time and time again like my love language is literally servitude because Small little task, I cannot, it really sends me overboard. Like getting my coffee, little small teeny things, I can't deal with. Little small inconveniences in life, I just really fucking spiral. So the boxes in the fast food, they got to go. Just wrap everything up in the wrapping paper. That way I could just drive. You know, but no, I'm over here about to crash my car because I'm ho- I've learned to figure out how to hold it. So you got to take your ring finger and put it in between the the crease where the box opens up. You got to put your ring finger right there to hold it and place it in. I sound like a fat ass. And, th- you know, then you can kind of drive with your knees. And people who drive a lot, especially the girls in California, you know, we you learn how to drive with your knees because you got to eat. Or, you know, when you get a little burrito, you put the little hot sauce on the burrito. And, you know, otherwise, that's a big mess. Um, That's one of my biggest pet peeves. But another biggest pet peeve I really fucking hate with when it comes to fast food is give me a moment to put my car back in. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me a fucking moment to put my juice in the cup holder. Give me a moment to make sure all my shit is in the bag. Give me a moment to put the fucking straw in my juice and take a sip. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me a moment, bitch. Like, the minute you roll up to the thing, you place your order, roll up to the thing to go pay the bitch. 11.32. Okay, here. hold on. Here's the thing. So you give her the card. Before you could even, like... She already swiped the thing. She hands you the car back with the receipt. So I'm like, I don't even know why the receipt is coming to me. I don't want this. It's just more trash accumulating in my car. What the fuck? Before I could even grab my fucking wallet to place the card in my wallet, juice already in my face. Juice already. She already got the juice. Just hand out. Ain't saying shit. Just juice in my face. I'm like, oh, shit. Fuck. Hold on, bitch. Put the card away. And she's looking like she got to get the line down. So I'm just like, fuck, stressed, all right? I'm already starting to percolate. My stress is starting to, like, elevate. I'm really starting to spiral. So I put the fucking card away, toss the fucking receipt. I don't know where it fucking lands. I'm already spiraling because it's more trash, again, accumulating in my car. So then I'm putting it away. So I get the juice. I put the juice in my fucking cup holder. Then I get the fucking straw. And I, you know put the straw into the juice and then so I take out 
the the wrapping for the straw. Next thing you know, food just in my face. Food in my face. I'm like, fuck. So now I toss the fucking trash, like the little straw. Tra- and so I'm like more trash accumulating once again in my car. And so then I get the food and she's like, all right, bye, window closed. And so I'm just like, okay, but let me look and make sure everything's there you know, counting my items, but then like, I just feel rushed. So I drive off. And then what's worse is when you get there and you take your little, you know, your little took on the go snack and you bite into it and it's no extra pickle. It's no extra mac sauce. It's no extra, whatever you just added to the damn fucking sandwich. It's not there. And you feel stupid because you're like, bitch, that's the reason why I should have fucking checked my bag and opened up all them sandwiches. Bitch, when you get your fucking food, you got to open them up. You got to open your food up. No, for real. The girls don't want to work no more. And that's my next topic later on. But the girls don't really want to work no more. They just want to like clock in, go out. And I get that. But the girls are not paying attention to detail. The girls are not reading. Illiteracy is at an all-time high. The sandwiches, the food is not coming out how I asked it to be come out. You got to open your food up. Bitch, you really got to open your food up. <laughs> I sound like a fucking fat ass. You really got to open your food up. You got to make sure that everything's there. Imagine opening up a fucking burrito. You know how messy that gets? But you got to open that burrito up, baby. You got to make sure what type of red... Did you put the red sauce or the green sauce? Oh, you didn't put no sauce on it. Okay, so send it back. Oh, is it? Is this enough sour cream? It's not, it, it's not even giving a dollop of sour cream. It's giving a squirt. I need you to send it back. This is not enough cheese. Guacamole is damn near $6.00. Bitch, where is the guacamole? So you got to open your food up. But they be rushing you in that fucking drive-thru trying to just hustle you out there so you don't have time. So then, you know, you just be like, girl, I'm just, you know, on a wing and hoping a prayer, bitch. I'm just going to bite into this motherfucker and hope that everything's in there. And so you bite into it. You just tasting it, tasting it, tasting it. And the things that you're looking for are not hitting your taste buds. So you're just like really disappointed and you're also disappointed in yourself because you're like i knew i should have looked and opened up this food i should have opened up and peeled back that bun bitch and looked for the motherfucking extra mac sauce so now what you gonna do now what are you gonna do you already done ate half the damn fucking sandwich because you're so fucking hungry the whole it's one third of the damn sandwich is gone so you're going to look really stupid if you walk back in there talking about some, you didn't put the thing in. Well, bitch, you ate it. When were you going to find out? Bite one, bite two, or bite three? You know? So now it's like, do I go back into the drive-thru? And before, before you know, especially when COVID was really percolating, you just had to go back. Like, they didn't have the restaurants open. So you had to go through the drive-thru. Now the drive-thru already down the fucking block. So now you're tight. Now you ready. Now, now you're tight. Like now you are like, I'm ready to strangle somebody. And now you just ate in your food angry. And now you're just like, fuck. Never again. Never again. And then it's like, bitch, then you back in that drive-thru like tomorrow, the next day. You want to know something else I've also done? This is like a little secret. I've only told one person in my whole life. Um, because <laughs> it's actually really embarrassing. 
Um, this is actually really embarrassing. This is kind of gross. But some, <laughs> sometimes I will be eating like, like Taco Bell. Taco Bell eating it driving is one of the hardest places. It's I promise you. And the reason why it's so hard is because you got to use the hot sauce packets. And like Taco Bell needs to develop a, a, a system to where they just put the the hot sauce on there. Like y'all got squirts bottles of every other sauce, jalapeno sauce. The jalapeno sauce at Taco Bell is divine. Just want to let you guys know that. Um, ooh, and the chipotle sauce is really divine too. Wow. My mouth is watering. <laughs> This is going to be such an embarrassing fucking episode. <laughs> okay. What was I saying? So it's like they are, Taco Bell already got all the little sauces and stuff to like squirt on the shits. So why don't y'all be like, when you ask us what type of sauce you want, mild, hot, Diablo, why don't y'all just squirt it on the things for me so I can eat it while I drive? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so fucking annoying to, like, open up those little little sauce packets and drive with your fucking knees and squirt it on. And then it's and don't let it be dark, bitch, because if it's dark, you don't know what you're squirting on. You got hot sauce all over your chest, all over your fucking dash, everything. So anyway, so sometimes I will go to Taco Bell and... I would, like, be like, oh, I'm just going to just do, like, a little just... I'm only going to order, like, two items, you know? But it's like, who goes to fucking Taco Bell and orders two items? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like those weirdos who go to, like, like McDonald's and be like, mm, can I order a medium fry? Bitch, why, what? What are you doing? What the fuck? Or, like, the people who are like, can I just order a large Sprite? Bitch, order some food. What are you doing? Like, people just who order, like, one little small-ass thing. Can I order a cheeseburger? Bitch, you came all the way over here for a goddamn fucking cheeseburger that's going to be inhaled in your mouth in under 35 seconds? Bitch, order some fucking food. Get out of here. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, eliminate those people out of the fucking drive-thru. So, anyway, so I'm, like, going to Taco Bell. Oh, and I order be like, I'm like, oh, this always happens when I'm trying to order like one or two things. So I order like one or two things, a little chicken quesadilla, you know, with extra jalapeno sauce. And they had like these little chicken chipotle wraps, which was so divine. They're not on the menu anymore, I don't think, but they are just divine, bitch. Oh, they're so divine. Culinary cuisine. And all of a sudden, I'm, you know, pull out before I can even fucking pull out. <laughs> The little Chipotle wraps were perfect for the ride home meal because it's like they're small. So before I could even fucking pull out. <laughs> I'm, I need to delete this episode. This is so gross. Before I could even fucking pull out of the fucking drive through I'm already munching on the Chipotle wrap, right? So... By the time and then by the time I make it on the freeway, bitch, I'm already eating the whole fucking chicken quesadilla gone. But bitch, this stomach is still empty. Okay. She still needs some nourishment and some food. All right. So what do I do? I already know where all the Taco Bells are. So I'm like, okay. So I will go to the Taco Bell. This really is probably a disorder. 
Bitch, I probably need to go on like a, a, a some sort of TLC lifetime TLC A&E reality show about this because this is not healthy. So I will go to like the Taco Bell that was furthest out. So I would drive, not really purposely, but if I was there on the drive home, if I knew another Taco Bell was in route, like it's on the, the way home or wherever my destination was, more than likely home, I would stop at the second Taco Bell and order more food. <sighs> bitch, tell me that's not some fat shit. That is really some fucking fat bitch shit. Who does that? But I told my friend, I said, bitch, you ever do that? He said, all the time. <laughs> I said, but why? Like, why didn't I just order the food, all the food that I needed, you know, initially, instead of having to do two things? But here's the thing. I don't want to go back to the same drive-thru. You know, I have to, it has to be new people. I remember, and another thing that's also really a fucking annoying when it comes to, like, fast food is when the fast food workers know you and, like, know your order. I'm just like, please, ma'am, I, I please, I just, mm-mm, don't, I, I, I just can't do this. Please just make it quick, easy, don't make any eye contact, just take my money and let me go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because once I add all the extra sauces, extra juice, and extra this, and extra that, and double-size this, triple-size that, and they be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a big-ass van coming around the corner. Bitch, it's a, here I am in my little two-seater. They be like, bitch, the fuck? Who going to eat all this damn food? It's low-key embarrassing. I remember one time I went to Jack in the Box, and she's like, oh, you're back. Y y yes. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like, <laughs> oh, fucking fat ass. Ugh. Anyways, um, but shout out to all the fast food workers and people who work in drive throughs who be recognizing me <laughs> and making me not feel bad. You know, it kind of breaks the ice. <laughs> I know people be like, I remember I was in a drive-thru a few weeks ago. And also last, well, I went to Starbucks' drive-thru last week. And the girl was like, oh, my God, are you Solomon? But a few weeks before, I was at, I was getting me a, 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 a burrito. And I'm ordering the burrito. And she's like, are you Solomon? I said, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, can you see me? Is there, because I know Starbucks, you can see the people. Like, they have, like, cameras or whatever or some shit. She said, no, but your voice. I said, work. So, but she was really cool. Shout out to her. Um, and shout out to the girl in Starbucks, too. Um, but, yeah, that's just kind of, like, my pet peeve when it comes to, like, fast food. I know that sounds really degrading, and now I feel horrible. But, all right, moving on. Now, this next memorable moment is one, it is a fan. <laughs> it is a fan favorite. And honestly, I really have a hard time. Do I really, I mean, I really, I really have a hard time with this one in particular. 
because y'all, it is literally the number one most requested. Like when I asked you guys, what is your most, like, what's your favorite moment of the podcast? I was thinking y'all was about to hit me with, you know, when you share your deep, dark, not deep, dark secrets, but like, you know, when you share parts of yourself, the advice that, you know, whatever. I'm thinking it's about to be like some beautiful shit. Like, I'm thinking like it's about to be like, you know, oh, the girls is, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it would just be like some beautiful shit, bitch. No, ho. Y'all love the Millie episode. And I don't know how that sits well with my spirit because... It's not, it was not intended to be a memorable moment. It is not supposed to be a moment of like, <laughs> like it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not supposed to give that. And the fact that y'all love that episode and be cackling down, first off, lets you know we are the same. It lets me know like, bitch, we are the same girls. But then it really just makes me question like, what is wrong with us? Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? I recently told this story to my dad. I, like, I don't, and honestly, very embarrassing. I was like, oh my God, dad, like, let me tell you about this, this story about Millie. I don't know how we got on this top topic, but I was talking to him. I don't know. And I was like, oh my God, I never told you about the lady when I worked for the census. He said, no. And so I told him the story. Did not crack a smile, bitch. <laughs> he did not crack a smile. He did not think it was funny. He was like, he wasn't like angry enough that he was just like wow that's crazy like she 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 should have been more careful like he was just taking it very serious and i was just kind of like looking for like is he gonna crack a smile like nothing and he was he just didn't and i was like wow yeah some people wouldn't find this funny um and listen it's not a funny story oh my god but nonetheless this is the story of millie um rest in peace to her shout out to millie um <laughs> I'm not laughing at her, bitch. I'm just laughing at the scenario. Um, also, I forgot after I recorded this episode, um, there's a third person there was a third person who was murdered, not murdered, he died um on a train track, which honestly, I don't know. It could it bitch it sounds very fishy. But anyways, long story short. So it was, I think it was like eight of us or whatever. Anyways, long, 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 long story short, it, the third, this guy, he ended up dying on a train track. And I totally, totally, totally forgot about this until I was talking to Serena's mom. And we were, you know, occasionally we will bring it Millie or whatever. Because, I mean, this is like a pretty pivotal moment in my life, Serena's mom's life. Like, it was, I mean, sure, clearly Millie's family, duh. <laughs> Not me making this about me. Wow. <laughs> Not me being like, this is a pivotal moment in my life. Like, duh. You don't think it's a pivotal moment in Millie's fucking family's life? Like, what if Millie had, like, kids or something? Honestly, it's really no shade to Millie. If you would have seen... No, I didn't mean... I don't mean like this. She was a, a regular-looking woman. I'm just saying she doesn't... She didn't give off mom vibes. Does that make sense? 
<sighs> Anyways, long fucking story short, back to the program. So um, I was talking to Serena's mom about Millie or whatever, and she was like, yeah, I remember the guy, so-and-so, so-and-so, who died on the train tracks. I said, oh, my fucking God. I totally forgot about that man. So he... So I was like, oh, my God, I need to give an update. So I never did give an update. So I'm giving, like, a slight little update now. Um, we were... We were always told a bunch of stuff, like when we were doing um, canvassing for the census. And one of the things they kept mentioning over and over and over and over again, which I did not understand, they were like, beware of train tracks, beware of train tracks, beware of train tracks. And I was like, this don't make no fucking sense. First off, why am I, why would I be on train tracks? You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I'm in a neighborhood. Like, but then unbeknownst to me, like once I got on the field, you are not always in like a residential neighborhood with always sidewalks. Like some bitches be living in the boonies and like, you know, in the sticks and the swamps, bitch. So they're always be like, watch out for the train tracks, watch out for the train tracks. <laughs> and so I guess I don't, we don't know, but he ended up getting hit by a train or dying on train tracks. I can't remember. I got her hit up Serena's mom. She remember because she was there at the meeting. But um, something about the train tracks and him being dead or whatever. And it just didn't make no sense to me because it's like, how do you... I'm not trying to blame people who get m killed and stuff because it's like, duh, you know, like, you can't really... But then at the same time, it's like... I feel like some things could be prevented. You know what I'm saying? Like... You know, like type two diabetes, like there's certain things that could just be prevented. I, and I just I feel like when they be like, oh, type two could be type two diabetes could be prevented. And it's like, yeah, but what could really be prevented? I think getting hit by a train would be the like the, that's something that's easily preventable. Type two diabetes is like, bitch, I'm gonna eat my food regardless, bitch. Like, that's kind of hard. That's like a like. I'm addicted to food. You know what I'm saying? Like, that seems a little hard for me to do. Bitch, getting hit by a train. <laughs> like, you don't see the train coming, bitch. It's not like it's like a fucking, you know, bullet train or you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's fucking... A, a, a car that hits goes hits hard around the corner, bitch. It's a fucking train. You see that bitch coming a mile away. You know what I'm saying? Be like, honk, honk. You know, like, unless your foot's stuck on the track. I don't know, bitch. So when they're like, oh, yeah, <clears throat> now we need to let y'all know, be very careful about train tracks because, oh, boy, died. And I'm like, how the fuck you die from getting hit by a train? You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't seem like something, something's not adding up. You know what I'm saying? Like, something's not clicking, Tiffany. Like, something doesn't make any sense. Either he was pushed in front of a train. Either he was wanting to unalive himself. Maybe he... You know what I'm saying? It don't seem like he was just doing his work. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God, a train. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, bitch. You see when a train coming. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just don't fucking make any sense. Anyways, that's not the point of... Memorable moment. Um... <laughs> I really cannot believe this is a miracle. I did not put it number one because I think we have some other better memorable moments. But um, coming in at number three is, it's also number threes. It's a memorable moment, but it's also a fan favorite. So it's two things. 
the fan favorite and the memorable moment coming in at number three is the one and the only, the icon, honestly iconic Millie story that I shared. So shout out to Millie and let's have a listen. I was unemployed for so long from 2008. So when 2009 came, um, I applied for the census and they just needed so many people to do this work that nobody really wanted to do. So a bitch was like, unemployed so you know beggars can't be choosers bitch i was like bitch i'll do anything you know i was like i will do anything for a dollar and just to put food in my stomach and i wasn't fucking with my parents at that time and we wasn't we was very estranged and it was just some weird shit so anyway so boom so i'm living rent free with serena and her mom and so you know shout out to serena's mom too she was such a sweetheart because I didn't want to d walk and do this job. So what we would do is it was dope. Like she would, I, I would be in the passenger seat and she would drive and we would just dr walk up, like drive through the neighborhood. I shouldn't really be saying this because this was so not what we were supposed to do. And so I would just be like, oh, that's one, two, three, Sesame Street. All right, check next. And we had like these little Palm Pilot type things that you put the info in. So boom. So we would have to do these little meetings and part of the training i think her name was millie yes her name was millie part of the training was it would be like just security like like safety training which i didn't even think it this would be a dangerous job but like now i'm thinking about it and now after what happened i realize it's a very dangerous job so it would be like you knock on the door and you know sometimes Oh, what? I think it was like, oh, you can sit in their um, their living room, but don't go anywhere else. I mean, no, no, I think it wasn't even the living room. That was the other. No, that was the people who did the, the questionnaire shit. No, us for canvassers, we were just supposed to knock on the door and verify the address and walk away. Like, don't even go inside the house. And so we had this one girl named Millie and she was always like, but what if they ask you to come in? Do not go into the house, Millie. Okay. Ten minutes later. But what if they ask you if you need, if they offer you something to drink and they ask you to come in? Do not go into the house, Millie. Do not go into the house. So then it's like an hour later into the training. Millie gonna raise her hand. So what if, like, you're back in their kitchen? Bitch, you ain't supposed to be in their kitchen because you ain't supposed to be in their house, Millie. Do not go into their house, Millie. You ain't supposed to, you're just supposed to be on the porch. Ask the question, get the fuck on out. So it's like 3 p.m. at this time. We've been at this motherfucker since like 8 a.m. for this training. And literally right before we're about to go, Millie goes, so what if like you're in the bathroom? Why are you in the bathroom, Millie? Why are you in the bathroom? You ain't supposed to be in the fucking house. So at this point, the trainers is like, she's not a flight risk, but she's acting a little wild and crazy. So girl boom. So we get we on the job, bitch, and I think I was making like $15 an hour, which was like buku money for me back then, which is honestly buku money now because it's not buku money now, but it's like it's wild to think like $15 an hour. No, I think I was making $15 or $18 an hour. Some shit, bitch. I don't know. And that was a lot for 2009. And just to see that, like, the girls are like Amazon's like, oh, we start you at $15 an hour. Bitch, it's 2021. 
I was making that in like, like I don't even I can't do math, but back then, why why ain't y'all giving the girls more money? But that's another story for another time. So anyway, so boom. So it's like day two, day three, we canvassing. So, you know, me and Serena's mom, shout out Trina Golder. We just, you know, driving the car. And so I would finish all my shit, right? All my shit. And so we would go to like, you know, a Padres game or like, you know, go out to eat or whatever. And I would still be on the clock. This is so raggedy of me to even admit this. I hope I'm not like doing something saying something illegal well allegedly i was like not really you know you can't really prove it but like <laughs> um i was we was i would i would say this i will finish early okay and when i mean early bitch <laughs> early well because they think like okay we're gonna give you like five sections or like two sections of a neighborhood which would take eight hours. But bitch, when you got a car and you ain't knocking the door, because I wasn't knocking on no doors, allegedly. Because I was like, this is dangerous. I'm not gonna knock on nobody's door. I'm just gonna, if I could see, it says one, two, three Sesame Street on the door, and this is the street, and this is, it says one, two, three on the door. Bitch, I don't need, just click, 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 we're done. So I would be, what would normally take somebody eight hours to do, I would be done in like 45 minutes. <laughs> but um, anyway, so boom. So I, they, we get a message or something um, late at night. Emergency meeting. You need to come to um, emergency meeting. Emergency meeting, 7 a.m., 7 a.m. I said, ah, oh, shit. 7 a.m., bitch. Like, this is wild. So we over here. We come in. We come in. Everybody coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. It wasn't that many of us. It was like eight. So we all knew each other. And so we're like, damn, where's Millie, bitch? Like, she's... Damn, where's is she not gonna show up? And then the 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 person who was doing the, the meeting, she said, All right, so let's start. I said, well, I'm in my mind, I'm like, we can't start until Millie old goofy ass come in. Bitch, okay. I'm gonna say this, and I didn't okay. Okay, wait. Oh, wait. Cause I don't wanna do that. Before we even start, like, it wasn't no good morning. It wasn't nothing. It was like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. It wasn't no good morning. It wasn't like nothing. It was Millie is dead. Okay. And so I just remember, like getting up and running out of the door like run like I, i'm not laughing at that i'm just laughing at like my actions because serena's mom was outside in the car and i just remember busting out the door into the parking lot and she's like what happened i was like she's dead and then i dropped to my knees <laughs> Okay, like you had to have been there to like understand like the the dramatics and why I'm laughing because I'm sure if I tell the story it's like bitch that's not funny, but it's like I was like damn Millie is dead because I have to give you the whole build up like all week long me and Serena's mom we were like I bet you we was just like cracking jokes because that's all we do we're like I bet you Millie over here just you know chilling with the people eating the cookies and in the kitchen cooking with them like we were just like millie gonna get god millie gonna get god and so then we would come home and then me and serena and all of us would be like bitch millie i'm surprised millie still ain't been got 
because we because when we were canvassing we were like yo this is actually really scary like there was some areas to where like people was coming out with shotguns like very rural areas and we're like bitch this is why we staying in the car you know what i'm saying and so whenever we saw weird shit like that happening, I was like, I bet you Millie gonna go, go walk up to that dog, that big ass vicious dog, and like Millie gonna do this, Millie gonna do that. Anyways, long story short, so Millie got got she was murdered um, because she did some shit she had no business doing, probably walking in somebody's house. They didn't let us know, but she got murdered during the um, the um, her job, which is really fucking sad because it's like that's on y'all. Like y'all should have pulled her off off the field if y'all you know what i'm saying when during the whole training if she over here asking all this these stupid ass questions like you're literally telling the bitch do not walk into the house well can i sit at the kitchen table do not walk in the house bitch where's the kitchen table it's inside the house okay you can't be in there bitch are you dumb and then she'd be like so what about the bathroom you're not supposed to be how are you in the bathroom millie how are you in the bathroom what and then she was like well what if they um you know she was like you know like sometimes people have like southern hospitality and they want to offer you like lemonade and stuff bitch you're not supposed to be in the house and we just kept like going after her like bitch you're not supposed to be in there so needless to say so she got got so when that happened she, they were like okay well all of millie's um areas that she needed you know we still this was the most gangster this is why like when they be like oh bitch you could literally quit your job or what is it or you mean nothing to these people like when it comes to jobs like you're replaceable baby millie died not even tw 12 hours before and bitch all her her areas that she needs to canvas they gave them to me which was great because you know i was flying through them like you know they didn't really know but I, that was a lot of money i was like oh work more money so then all of a sudden so that is the census story. But um, a part of the story that I did not mention is there's another older lady who ended up, who was, she was like old, but like, she was old. But I mean, I was like 22 at the time. So a woman in her 40s, I just was like, oh, she's old. Like, damn, bitch, like, you gonna be walking like this? You know, it was like a bunch of like young kids. Like, we were like, damn, we can walk. But I was like, damn, she looking like she got osteoporosis or arthritis or something. You know what I'm saying? Which I basically have right now. So, um, so we just knew her to be a little older, bitch. She disappeared. Now we don't know if she got murdered. We don't know if she was. I don't know if she was millied or what, but she disappeared. And her husband—that's what it was. Her husband came in. Oh my God! Sorry, I'm just now. All these things are. I'm forgetting all this stuff. So, oh my God, this is what was wild. So during our training. The older lady in her 40s, she kept asking kind of some dumb questions too, but not on not on the level as Millie, but she was asking like some pretty legitimate questions, but it still boiled down to, bitch, if you feel unsafe, you gotta leave. Well, what if I, if you cannot finish the assignment or if you can't fit, if you feel unsafe, you gotta leave. And then her, I forgot what her, I need to, I wish I had Serena's mom, cause she's like an elephant. She remembers everything. I remember her husband gave off like abusive vibes because her husband was there with her, but he wasn't working, but he was like monitoring her. It was really fucking weird. And 
yeah and he was like getting upset with her he's like stop asking these questions and we're like damn bitch but anyways long story short so she disappears so we don't know what happened with her but we know i don't know if it was the husband or not because the husband later came into one of the meetings like hey i still haven't found my wife like what's going on y'all were responsible for her and we over here looking at like bitch it's about to go down they about to like he about to start twirling on the the supervisors it girl anyway so that was the most wild craziest job i think i've ever had in my life um for multiple aspects the fact that the girl went missing her husband was seemed like he was abusive millie was murdered and then i was literally basically canvassing neighborhoods with trina gold i mean serena's mom driving around not really like you know just collecting all my coins but you know me i'm like a hustler so i'm gonna just find a way to get as much money as i can in a short amount of period so anyway so boom that was the sense of story that was long i know wow shout out to millie um i'm a lot of things and i know i like to see the humor and i mean i have a very dark sense of humor and i was talking to my friend the other day <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to record this episode this is crazy and there is a photo of now i should not be saying this because i know like when i looked at the comments nobody thought it was funny <laughs> i really can't i can't even i literally this photo is so funny to me that like <laughs> I don't even have the photo in front of me and I really cannot fucking every time I think about this photo I just fucking lose it <laughs> oh my god I need to fucking <sighs> grow up okay <clears throat> there is a photo and I don't know you guys are well aware of Auschwitz and how there's, um, like, a train track, oh, more train tracks, that are, you know, basically going into Auschwitz. And, you know, the Jews was taken in there and um, murdered. So, you know, people visit that area and they take... I actually, I don't even know if people really go there to take photos. Clearly, I don't think so. But it's just, like, a place people visit. <clears throat> um and I guess reflect on the Holocaust and um, all those atrocities and stuff like that. But anyway, so that's not the point. There is, I'm about to start giggling again. There is a lady and she, there's a photo someone took of this lady who I don't even think she's like an influencer or anything like that. She's just a woman, I think, taking photos in front of the entrance of Auschwitz and she's kind of she's sitting on the train tracks with and then she kind of has like her her back arch and <laughs> her head like her hair kind of like her face kind of looking into the sun and like she's just kind of like it's like she's basking on a beach like she's just like chilling on the beach and she's just like mm, give like it's giving vacation photo like that's really what it's giving and she but she's doing it in front of like the entrance to Auschwitz bitch bitch 
And people are like, how gross is this? Like, this is not the time or place or whatever, which honestly, correct. Like, bitch. <laughs> I don't know. This is the funniest. It's probably the funniest photo I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, bitch, I'm really fucking crying. I'm really fucking in tears right now. I can't. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna share this on <laughs> I'm gonna share it on my social media in case you guys so you have to see the photo I'm I'm trying to describe. Um and so the comments were just like, bitch, why would you even take photos like this? Which is honestly it's like really weird behavior because it's like, why are you doing this? Like this is not you're not on like the beaches of Belize, bitch. Like you're not like basking in, you know, like vacation, honey. This is where people were fucking murdered. Like this is <laughs> not the place. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, 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 anyways. This literally has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Um, so, but that's where my humor is. Like my humor is all like something about. I don't know, my mind just goes to stuff like that. And I was talking to my friend. I was like, this is so insane that I'm literally laughing at, at this stuff. And we're both laughing at it. He was like, bitch, sometimes you just have to, it's either laugh or cry. And I just really would rather always laugh. Like, I would always rather laugh. That would be the option I will always take. But <clears throat> all that to say, there is a serious part of me. You know, where I don't take everything funny. So I'm going to um, let's have a moment of silence for Millie, the other lady that was murdered or went missing. Because there was three people. It was Millie who was murdered, the other lady who went missing, and then the other guy who got hit by a train track. So I do want to give um, <clears throat> a moment of silence for the um, the people who, I, girl, I don't know if they fell victim of the censors. We're going to give a moment of silence for those three people. All right. So moving right along, <clears throat> we just finished the Millie moment um, and that catastrophe. So coming in at number two is probably one of my favorite story times I've ever done um, just because it's so stupid. It's literally so dumb of me to have done this. Um, this was originally a Spotify exclusive. So, um, but now I decided to take it out of the vault and make it a, you know, a memorable moment that anybody can listen to. But, excuse me, for the longest it was... <clears throat> a Spotify exclusive. So this is the story of the Vanilla Extract. Anyway, so I did, since this is a bonus episode, I am going to tell the story of the um, Vanilla Extract. I know the girls have been asking for this story for like over a year now, and I've told it a couple times. So like the original OG girls know the, the, the Vanilla Extract story, but like some of like the new girls don't. So I'm gonna just tell y'all the vanilla extract story. So listen, and don't do this. Okay, don't. So 
so how can I put this? Okay, so let's just preface. So some, okay, so when I say performing the seven wonders, so performing the seven wonders, this is not a gay term. This is not like a straight term. This is not, oh, the gay guys use this. It's literally, I use this. I use this. I use this. Okay, so if any, I'm, I need to start claiming my own shit for real. But so if you see anybody else start saying this, it's because of me. They can say it, but I just want y'all to know it's because of me. So it's called performing the seven wonders. So performing the seven wonders is when like you got Trey coming over and you're really, it's basically anal sex. You know what I'm saying? Can we talk? So it's basically anal sex. And so when you're about to perform the seven wonders, it's not like you can just. You know, it's not like you could just be like, oh, girl, what's up? What's up? What's up with you? What's up with you? Oh, let's perform the seven wonders. It's like, Skirt! we got to get I got when I perform the seven wonders, it got to be like we got to think about these things. Plan. I know some people ain't like this. I am a planner, bitch. And I don't always perform the seven wonders. But when I do, it needs to be spectacular, miraculous. I practice this for a living, like the Buddhism. Nam yo harenge kyo. Like it really gotta be, it really got, you know what I'm saying? Like the the seven wonders really gotta be, you know. All right, so boom. So I was talking to this dude in DC and whatnot, and he's fine and whatnot. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna sidetrack, let me stay focused. So I was talking to this dude in DC and whatnot, boom. So some of the girls is very much like they will never perform the seven wonders. And so here's the thing. I am a girl who leans more towards I do not like to perform the seven wonders. But on occasion, based off of the guy and like, you know, chemistry and like us, I don't mind performing the seven wonders. <laughs> but here's the thing. If I do perform the seven wonders, you know, like because it's not something I do on the regular regular. It's something I got to be like, hold up. Like, we got to figure this out. I got to like, uh, like, it's just a whole lot of stuff. You know, like, it's a lot of like contraptions. It's a lot of things going on. So anyway, so I hit up my homegirl. So anyway, so boom. So this guy's coming over. He's fine as fuck. And I was like, all right, cool. And so we about to perform the seven wonders. Well, I'm about to perform the seven wonders. So before like the day before i hit up all my home girl my girls my gay boys who be performing the seven wonders on a daily basis i said i need tips tricks lotions and potions okay i need recipes and remedies bitch like what's what can i do to make sure that the seven wonders is a, a is uh an enjoyable you know pleasurable meaningful and memorable experience for the both of us for both parties so they're over here giving me all the tips and tricks. So I'm writing them down on my little yellow notepad. I said, okay, okay, all right, cool, cool. Repeat that again, what's that? Okay, boom. And so one of my homegirls was like, bitch, and I heard this for a lot of times. Hold on, who is this? Okay. Um, but they said they put a couple drops. Well, bitch, okay. They said they put vanilla extract on... Like they walk when they wash their booty hole. Like, why am I whispering? It's my house. When they wash their booty hole, they put a little drops of vanilla extract to, you know, wash it. And so when Trey be munching on your booty hole, and for the girls who don't know what Trey is, so Trey is this. Sorry. Let me pause. Because I know the girls are like, who's Trey? Who's Trey? Trade. Like, we're trading spaces. We're gonna, I'm gonna trade, barter, you know, trade, T R A D E. 
So trade is based. Well, I'm gonna give y'all what I know trade to be. Cause now they saying, you know, skinny white man is trade, and I'm like, I don't, I, I, I don't know what the fuck world y'all live in. Cause uh, that's never has and never will be. So anyway, so trade is really. It's really derivative, and this is my understanding from back in the day. It's very derivative of, you know, down low guys who either are down low or, like, guys who are super, like, discreet to where, like, you don't really know if they're gay, but they live life. They could be live life as gay, but, like, they just be presenting themselves as, like like straight dudes and stuff but they don't really they are very much not into like kitty cat 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 bitch that's the topic i really need to talk about they're just i don't want to say down low because some people have said it's not just the down low girls so I, here's the thing i growing up thought it was just the down low girls the down low man you know what i'm saying i didn't know it was it could be gay guys who just don't present themselves as gay so the original that i thought was just you know, men that was down low or, like, had girls on the side that used to play with the girls, you know? Like, they used to play with the boys, you know? Like, the the young girls. So, that's what trade is to me. Nowadays, everybody be saying trade is, like, I don't know, it, it be just a, a, a fine gay boy. And it's like, no, that's a butch queen. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not trade and it was like oh any anytime you see a gay boy who's like muscular and fine oh he's he's trade no he's not he is literally just a butch queen and now and now in 2022 now the girls are saying like even like like white men are trade and that's really honestly an abomination because that's really not that is trade is really not for them that's you know what I'm saying like you're a gay boy you know what I mean? <laughs> you're a gay boy you're a gay boy stop you're not trade you know what i'm saying and now they're talking about like the white twinks is trade and i'm just like y'all are really i'm about to punch a hole in the wall i really hate y'all y'all be taking everything from us like stop taking everything it's not about you bitches y'all are not fucking trade and anyway so so when I say trade, bitch, I'm not referring to no white twins, and I'm definitely not referring to no white man, and I'm definitely not referring to a butch queen. Sometimes a butch queen, when in my references, will pop in. You know, I might be referring to a really fine um, gay boy, but really I'm not. I'm really, when I say trade, I'm sticking to the original term of what trade is, because I'm a, a girl of a certain age. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like tradition, honey. Anyway, so boom. So Trey, me and Trey had already done been playing together, performing the Seven Wonders, doing our potions and spells for a while. So I was like, all right. So I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to be back in D.C. I forgot what the fuck I was there for anyways. So he's like, all right, cool. I'll come see you. So boom. So I'm hitting my girls up there like, oh, you got to put vanilla extract in. Okay, listen, this is TMI, but when you get ready to perform, perform the seven wonders you gotta like clean out your booty hole you know what i'm saying like you can't like I, listen there is a new generation of girls these days there is 
there is is a whole new generation of girls who are fighting against this gen z is fighting against this but so anyway so when you get ready to perform seven runs you gotta like clean things out like you gotta like wash your booty hole first off you got to bathe okay because i'm about tired of coming up on the internet and seeing the girls talking about i bathe once a week <laughs> this bitch over here on tiktok talking about i bathe and i use a a, a bathing facility once a week i said i this whole video smell bitch this whole video smell you got feet you got armpit you got vagina you got titty. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to lift them titties and wash underneath your titty, bitch. Like, you got to wash your booty hole, too. Like, back of your neck, back of your ears. Like, this is nasty, bitch. And you really crawled up on the motherfucking internet to let everybody know you don't use soap and water on your body? You nasty, filthy vermin. So, anyways. So, when you're getting ready to perform the Seven Wonders, you got to, like, clean out your booty hole. So, basically... There is not a lot of ways to really clean out your booty hole besides shoving water up your booty hole and rinsing, basically just getting your booty hole inside of your booty hole clean. So that's basically what you got to do. I'm not going to go into the details of it because I'm going to spare y'all the details. But basically, it's a process of repeatedly putting water up your booty hole until basically your booty hole is clean. <clears throat> so... My homegirl was like, like you gotta put um, vanilla extract in the the water that you shove up your booty. I was like, oh, cool. He was like, cause then Trey's gonna really live, cause when he's like eating your booty hole, like he's gonna be like, mm, yum, tastes like Twizzlers. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, cool, boom. So by the hotel that I was staying in DC, there's a Bonds supermarket. So I go to Bonds, right, and I go to the spice aisle. And I see vanilla extract. And then so I was like, okay, they got they had the small, regular, you know, the regular bottle of vanilla extract. Bitch, I don't know how much it was. It was like $5. Let's say $5. I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number. Then they had the jumbo bottle. The jumbo, huge-ass lifetime supply size of vanilla extract right next to it on sale for $3. Like, let's say it was like $3. But it was cheaper than the small one. So me, being who I am, I decided, bitch, I'm just going to get the the big bottle. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to, it It can't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the more the merrier. Because, you know, I like to OD. Like, if somebody say, if somebody say, take two, I take four. You know, if somebody says, oh, like, I always like to double whatever the amounts are. Like, I just be OD. So, boom. So, I get my little personables and I hit back to the, the hotel. So, I'm in the shower, whatever, doing what it do. I'm using, I use the whole bottle of fucking vanilla extract. So, I'm just doing it what it do, doing it what it do. And I remember, I vividly remember, I was listening to Selena. <laughs> and I, all I do remember was, I was like, oh, bitch, I'm starting to get a little lightheaded. Like, this is, wow, what's happening? What's What's going on? And so I was like, ooh, girl, hold on. So Tej texted me. He said, I'm, I'm on my way. I said, all right, cool, cool, cool. I said, let me just... So I get out the shower, butt booty ass naked, right? And I'm like, let me just lay on this bed real quick. Let me just fucking lay on this bed because it's the world is a spinning. I don't feel right, child. Like, it's giving Dorothy and Kansas. Like, it's I just don't feel right. But I just need to lay my burdens down by the riverside for a little bit before a trade come through. 
Bitch, I pass out. Four or five hours later, I look at my phone, trade over here, blowing up my phone, talking about cursing me the fuck out. Like, cursing me the fuck out. Calling me every motherfucking name but a child of God. Like, he is really fucking eating me up. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Bitch, I later found out there is an alcohol content in vanilla extract. Bitch, I was shoving that shit all up in my booty hole not knowing it was going directly into my bloodstream, bitch. I could have died of, like, alcohol poisoning. Over trade, over some damn dick, bitch. This is why I don't perform the Seven Wonders. Because you could die. You could literally fucking die performing the Seven Wonders. <laughs> so, then, so you know, like, you know, like, coffee enemas and any, basically, suppositories, anything you put inside of your booty hole, it's going to absorb quickly into your bloodstream. So, like, that's why, like, some people who can't swallow pills or whatever, if they're in the hospital, they do, like, suppositories or whatever because it dissolves in your booty hole and goes directly into your booty, booty hole. I mean, yo, um, your bloodstream. So, like, the girls, when they be doing, like, coffee enemas and shit like that, it'd be like, ooh, I got a little jolt. Like, bitch, I'm not doing a coffee enema before I go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not shoving cold brew up my asshole. Like, it's just not, I don't, like, y'all need, y'all need to stop. That's doing too much. I say all that as a man who literally a few years ago was shoving fucking vanilla extract up his ass. So, anyway, so boom. You could do that. And so, also, whenever you're hungover, listen, this is a little gem. So, when you're hungover, you're really dehydrated. So, I remember one time, um, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe if I started performing the Seven Wonders more, I would have more realizations because, bitch, this is another realization. Trey was coming over, and I was hung over or whatever from the night before, and I was like, bitch, I'm really, I don't know how I'm gonna d- be able to do this, bitch. So anyway, so I started like doing what I do, getting ready to perform the Seven Wonders, shoving water, shoving water, shoving water at my booty hole, and all of a sudden I was like, bitch. I'm no longer hungover. And then it dawned on me was because I was dehydrated. And, like, my body was, like, just taking in the water, I guess. Anyways, so whatever you put in your booty hole, it's going to be absorbed very quickly. And more of the story is this. Don't put vanilla extract in your booty hole. You could, like, maybe put some in, like, the water, like, you know, mix it up or just rub it on your booty hole. So, like, trade... Like, a couple drops, bitch. Not the whole bottle. Not the jumbo size bottle, bitch. Um, on your booty hole, because then Trey gonna live. Another thing you could do that Trey lives for is, like, there is that, that what's that Castile soap? Dr. Bronner's or whatever, the peppermint one. Now, listen, don't put it on your coochie, because I think it's gonna burn. But if you take a little bit of that peppermint, peppermint soap, whatever, and you mix it with the water and stuff, and you put it on your booty hole and let it sit for a couple minutes, bitch, Trey gonna be munching like you something sweet to eat, bitch. He gonna be like, nom, 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 nom. it's gonna be like so good because it's, you know, like, and you know who did that once? There was, oh my God. There's this backup dancer who was backup dancer for Janet years ago. And I remember I hooked up with him and I literally was like, why... I need to, like, why does your booty hole taste like this? And he was like, oh, it's because I put the so-and-so peppermint thing. I said, this is divine. 
So you could do that too. There's a whole lot of little things you could be doing and stuff like that. But that is the story of my vanilla extract story. I'm not saying it again. If so, if y'all want to know, this is referred to this episode. You know, it is a, it is a Spotify exclusive because I did put the song in here. But um, but yes, this is. That is the vanilla extract story, and that's really about it. And that was the vanilla extract story coming in at number two. I will suggest do not try that at home because I don't need y'all dying or going to the emergency room for alcohol poisoning and then trying to sue my ass because it's not going to happen, bitch. So, but I will say this. There's people who've hit me up and be like, bitch, I did the um, vanilla extract and trade was living. My man was living, you know, my butch queen was living. My dyke was living. So I will suggest do not insert it into your butthole, but maybe a couple drops on the outside for little like mm, delectable delights could work. But, um, yeah, like people have talked about the vanilla extracts, you know, thing that I've suggested. And oh my God, <clears throat> I ran into that guy the other, um, like two, three weeks ago. Maybe not even, two, it was like probably like four weeks ago now at the club. And he was so fine. He's still fine, bitch. And I was like, oh my God, like I was drunk. And I was like, oh my God, I was, I talk about, you know, the first time I ever met you and da, 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 on my podcast and da, 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 da. And he was like, oh, my God. And so, but then he hit me up. He was like, oh, I want to hear the episode. And I was like, please don't. Please don't. Because you're going to listen to this episode thinking like, oh, bitch, like it's, you know, it's really about me being a dumb idiot and shoving a fucking liter of fucking vanilla extract up my ass and passing out. You know what I'm saying? And bitch, I really fucking passed out. Like, I was thinking about this. <clears throat> I literally was butt ass fucking naked, just passed out, wrapped like I had. I came out of the shower and I had my, you know, wrapped around my towel, bitch. And then I was just butt ass fucking naked, passed out like fucking Dorothy Dandridge slash Marilyn Monroe, just laid out on the bed, bitch, butt ass naked, booty in the air, just you know, phone ringing, phone is ringing, trade is hitting me up, talking about some, cursing me out too. I wonder if I still have him blocked because. Honestly, my other fucking toxic trait is unblocking somebody and then being like, hey, what's up? Maybe like, bitch, did you block me? Oh, no, I didn't. Um, anyway, shout out to him and shout out to Vanilla Extract. So moving right along. And coming in at number one for the most memorable moments of the Solomon Ray podcast is this moment in time. I chose this as number one simply because it is probably my most vivid memory while I was drunk. Now, I tend to just kind of have very fuzzy recollections. You know what I'm saying? This is a moment I just remember from beginning to end, from the whole fucking day. Do you ever have, like, those moments where you... It's one of those like days that just never end and you just remember everything about that whole day bitch i remember everything about that i remember the dinner the shopping going to tj everything this is the moment where i finally had sex with my stripper 
that I was lusting over. Shout out to him because I would still munch down to the ground right now. That man is probably 50 years old, but I would still munch down. Um, Had sex with my, my stripper, left Serena and TJ, got dumped by my cartel boyfriend, who's now dead and murdered, went to this man's house. Like, it's just, there's so many moving parts in this story. And it is literally one of my all-time favorite stories. And me and Serena talk about it all the time. It's just, it is just, honestly, do you ever, like, bitch, not me getting emotional? Not me really getting emotional over this, bitch. No, like, do you ever, like, have, like, moments to where, like, you be thinking about something that happened when you were, like, 19, 20 years old or whatever. When you, you know, like, 20 years ago and you're like, damn, bitch, that was, that was a time. That was a time. Um... <clears throat> I've clearly had more crazier nights and moments in my life. It's not about it being crazy. It's just like an, a, a memorable moment, like a moment I hold dear to my heart. <laughs> as stupid as it sounds, because it's like, bitch. And, you know, a couple days ago, I was eating a hot dog wrapped in bacon or whatever. And I was like, this brings me back to that moment. Me sitting in that man's car with no, 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 no bottom area of the, the car. No, there was no flooring in the car. And just thinking I was just in heaven with my man. And he, you know, he was my man, bitch. And he over here bought me a hot dog and a squirt. And I'm just got all that fucking juices and stuff flowing down my fucking Roberto Cavalli. My actual man, who's my cartel boyfriend, is banging on the door. Ask, you know, it's just so much going on. And it's just memories. And it is honestly, as wild as this may seem, I if I could relive this night again, I totally would. Um, and I guess, honestly, we got to give another moment of silence for my cartel boyfriend, Caesar, who's dead and gone. Um, and honestly, shout out to Caesar. No, for real. Honestly, shout out to Caesar because... I was a dumb, dirty bitch, and he could have really got me murked, bitch. He really could have got me murked. I mean, I was cool with the family, like, literally two, two, when was this? I was in one, two, like, two years after that. Like, cool, like, cool, cool, cool with the family. Um, I'm not going to get into, there are certain things I will take to my grave, bitch. <sighs> Unless they change the statute of limitations on certain things. But, um... We got to give a shout out to Caesar because he really could have got me murked. He really could have got me murked. He could have been like, this fucking man, I gave him my all. And the thing about Caesar, it's really no shade. I feel like Caesar can hear me right now because he's probably in hell or heaven, wherever he at, bitch. And the thing is, I never kissed. I think I might have kissed him maybe once, but I never had sex with him. I never, I was just like, ooh, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin, I'm a virgin. And then here I go, hoeing it up with my stripper. <laughs> Bitch, I was everything furthest from a virgin, bitch. Um, but anyways, he really could have had me murked because he could have been like, this nigga over here lying to me, saying he a virgin. He don't even really want to hold hands. Don't want to kiss. Da -da 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 and Caesar really treated me good, bitch. He really fucking treated me good. Shout out to fucking Caesar, bitch. And honestly, let's give a moment of silence for him before we get into the number one memorable moment. Okay, so the year is 2005, I believe. Yeah, yeah it was 2005 because I was 18. And hold on, who? 
oh, that's one of the cats in their litter box. Good thing they shit in that motherfucking litter box because I told these bitches they got 30 days. You shit outside that litter box one more again. One, we're going to have to fight. And then two, you'll be out on the streets. And I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't playing. I didn't say that to be funny. I know the girls will cancel me if I get rid of these damn cats. But it, I promise you, they will be in somebody else's home. But my home is not where they will reside. So they got their shit together. They really got their shit. I don't know if they could sense some shit or I don't know if they got touched by a motherfucking angel. But something happened when these cats got their shit together. Because literally, they got their shit together because they haven't shitted. It's... It, Yep, that's her and that that scratching away in that damn um litter box. So, anyways, the year is 2005. It's I'm 18. I have um I was dating, not really dating, but I guess we no, we were dating. Um, I was dating this boy from the cartel. And um, so hold on, let me give you guys the backstory with him. So I used to sneak into the clubs and I remember it was, like, my little group or whatever, and then we saw this one dude, and, like, honestly, this is so shitty of me, because I he's dead. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I feel like you shouldn't be speaking ill of the dead. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so it was, like, a group of... There was, like, a, everybody had their own little cliques. So there was this one... So, so my clique would be by the DJ booth, and the other clique would be on the other side of the DJ booth. So, like, okay, like, listen... I'm really not trying to, like, give this off, but, like, we was really, like, a fly group. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was, I, we really wasn't, but, like, we were, like, we thought we was. So, boom. So, the other clique, there was always this one boy who would always be there, and he would be always dressed in white. It's something ridiculous. And so, he would be fanning himself and just being, like, cunt. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this little fucking goofball, like, this goofiest, like... The fuck? Why he got highlights and all this other weird, goofy shit? Like, the fuck out of here, goofball. Anyways, so that happened after week, after week, after week, you know, every weekend, week after every weekend. So after, like, a few months of me going to the club, he finally, I don't know how this even happened, because, bitch, I was young and drunk. So he approached me, and he was like, something, girl, I don't know. I don't, I really don't know how that man got my number, but anyways, he got my number. Long story short, he was giving me whips and stuff. Um, he had, like, an Audi, so I would push his little Audi. He had, like, a little, you know, Mercedes, so I will push that whip. And, you know, when you was, like, 17 years old, you know, pushing a whip to the school, you know, when instead of taking the bus or the trolley, like, you was, like, that girl. You know what I'm saying? You're like, everybody, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off campus and go get some food, bitch, and I would never return. And then so he would like buy me clothes and stuff like that. We would go to like nice dinners and stuff like that. So I was like, clearly this nigga got money. So I'm going to play his pockets. Was I actually, you know what's so funny? He would always like drop me off and he'd be like, can I get a kiss? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, this is, this is really how, how, it, how, how it happened. I'm starting to remember all these things as I'm telling it. So he... <laughs> Yo, I'm a fucking menace. So I used to be like, oh, I'm a virgin, 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 I'm a virgin. I don't kiss, I don't kiss. And I'm just, like, just giving off, like, that girl. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, it had he only known. But anyway, so he was, you know, breaking me off with money and just all sorts of shit, gifts and stuff like that. Which is really what I need if I'm dating somebody. If you're not giving me gifts and giving me things, I don't, 
I don't really see the value in you. You know what I'm saying? Like time and attention, I don't give a fuck about. Like boosting me up and words of affirmation, no. I give myself words of affirmation every day. I am the affirmation, bitch. I don't need you to affirmate me, bitch. I don't even know if affirmate is a word, but bitch, I don't need you to affirmate me. So boom. So by this time we day in and I don't want to say it's getting serious, but it's getting to like that point. I'm like, I don't want to fuck this nigga. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I mean, he wasn't like unattractive. He really honestly on a scale of one to 10. Okay, listen, let's be honest. He was like a seven. He was like a seven, seven and a half. So he wasn't ugly by any means. He was, a you know, a, an attractive, you know, light-skinned Mexican boy. But see, the thing is, he was, like, light-skinned with, like, very light, like, brown hair that was almost, like, gingerish. You know what I'm saying? So it was giving me Ireland, bitch. And I was not, I'm like, ooh, not copper, bitch. You know what I'm like? I just was like, I love me a Mexican, but, like, just to be light-skinned is all, it's, and then to be, like, like almost gingery. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But he had really great features. He had beautiful eyebrows, beautiful big ass eyes. Like he, you know, he was a regular shape. Like he wasn't like swole or nothing, but he wasn't skinny either. He was just like a regular ass Mexican boy with money. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't know how to dress, right? Like, he would always wear, like, these designer clothes that was, like, too tight. And I was like, bitch, you can't be wearing shit like that. Like, why your buttons about to look like they about to burst, bitch? Like, this ain't for you. Like, you are not a small, my nigga. You are a medium. I hate when motherfuckers don't wear clothes that fit them. That is so disgusting. So, anyway, so boom. So, I mean, he wasn't ugly by any means. But I just wasn't... I don't know how to put it. Like... If I want to have sex with you, I want to have sex with you dead off, like, right on. Like, I don't need to wait. I don't need to, like, either I'm attracted to you or not. There is no, like, in between. There is no, like, let's wait and see. Let's build it up. No, 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 no. I'm not that girl, okay? Like, if I'm into you, we, I'm, I could, we can go. We could go. So, I really wasn't into him, but I enjoyed the perks. You know what I'm saying? So, so, at this point, I'm living with Serena. I'm 18. It's 2015. I believe it's summer 2015. And me and Serena would go back and forth to TJ all the time and go pop our pussies at the clubs. And so, just to kind of give you guys, like, the like the dynamic of it. So, imagine, imagine, like, being a young teenager. And clearly, you're not 21, so you can't go to the clubs. Excuse me. Oh my god, I have hiccups. Um, <clears throat> but like, there was this one club that we would go to. It's still there, but it's not as popping as it used to be back in two thousand five. You know what I'm saying? Because all like the little Mexicans be going to other places and stuff. Like it's ridiculous. But it was like a three story club. There was strippers. There was poles everywhere for you to dance on. There was like a back room for the girls to fuck. You know what I'm saying? And it was attached to like, so that was where all the like American Mexicans, like the San Diego's, like us, like me, where we would go and party because they would play like, you know, like Britney Spears or, you know, like regular American music, but they would also play like Daddy Yankee, you know, and like fucking Pitbull, which was really big back then. So it's like that was what it was giving. And, you know, like it was a cute little atmosphere. The music was good. Everything was like pop. It was it was honestly it was a vibe. And honestly, 
I miss that because them parties would be on and motherfucking popping now. And I don't get that no more. Like, everything is so, like, sanitized and so, like, not fun. And everybody's, like, just spending a lot of money and no one's really having fun. Where then it was, like, bitches was crying. Like, I remember, so there's three floors, right? So I used to go all the way to the top of the third floor where there's a balcony. And there's this big-ass, there used to be, it ain't there no more. Clearly, I'm sure, because I'm sure somebody has died. But there used to be a long stripper pole, which I don't even know if it was a stripper pole, but it was definitely a pole, bitch. And we used it for stripping stripper rings. So I would, you would, I would, there would be the, a balcony on the third floor. And you, I would climb over the balcony and, and stand on the side, like, like fucking Rose when she was getting ready to jump off the Titanic. So there, and then I would jump. You know, in mid, in mid, this is wild that I'm saying this. I wish Serena was here, so but I would call her, but her dog died yesterday, so I'm not trying to like bother her with shit. Um. So, anyways, so I would jump in, onto the the pole, bitch, and then I would slide all the way down, and then I would slide all the way down to the first floor where the um the the dance floor is, and where the DJ booth is. So anyways, so that's how it was. I remember sometimes I would literally jump and then do, you would jump and you could flip your legs over your head and you would slide all the way down, like where your head's, your head's going down first and your legs are above your head, if that makes sense. Girl, I was doing too much. And then on, in the middle of the dance floor, there was like a beam, like a beam, like a, it was like a structure, like the whole, you know, the the second floor up but it w- went up so high and there was like these little like like a la- not a ladder but it was like these little rings on top so bitch you would climb all the way to the top and you would just hang off the side and just twerk bitch when i tell you the amount of fun like oh it was so much fun and then it was like we used to have like there used to be, like, this big, ginormous... They had a back room. So, basically, like, a back room was, like, where it's pitch-ass dark. And there was, like, all these little, like, rooms. Like, just little dark rooms where people could just walk in, close the door, and fuck. Or, do, I don't know what else it was doing, bitch. But that's what the girls was doing is fucking. But then they expanded it and made it even bigger. So, there was, like, a lounge area back there. It was... Bitch, when I tell you that fucking club was... It was a fucking vibe. Like, so, like it was so vibey to where, like, and we all wanted to be there. Like, we, like I would go Fridays and Saturdays. And one time I went on a sat- Sunday. Serena used to go there all the time, too. And she would get maxed on hard body by the strippers. Her favorite stripper was this one stripper who was, like, loaded up with tattoos. Like, he had so many tattoos. And he had, like piercings in his like eyebrow and shit like that like he was just like he looked like he was up to no good but bitch but he was fine but anyways long story short and then my other friend so that was serena's like everybody had their own like stripper right so that was serena's stripper that was always whenever she came they was always canoodling and then my friend jay his stripper was thomas and he had jacked up teeth but he was really pretty but he was like very smooth and like he was kind of light skinned too, but he had dark hair, jacked up teeth, but it was, he was a sweetheart. 
His name was Tomas. And it sucked because Jay don't, don't know how to speak Spanish. So I would be the only motherfucker in there tra having to translate for Jay. And I would be so annoyed. I'd be like, ugh, like, bitch, just fucking learn Spanish. Like, you don't need to learn that much, but learn a, a little bit, like... You, all you need to know is how to suck dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I order in another drink? How to order drinks? And, you know, just sexual shit. So, bitch. Anyway, so I didn't have my own stripper, too. So, anyway, so boom, 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 boom. So, that was one part of the club. Okay, so that's already a lot is going on. And then next door, it was attached. Like, there was, like, a little corridor where you would walk from one club to another. And this is where, like, the real Mexicans went. Like, this is where the real low-down, no, not low-down, dirty shame Mexicans, but, like, the, the real fucking Mexicans, where they play, like, you know, rancheras, and, like, everybody was in cowboy boots, and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was smoking um, cigarettes. Like, er nobody was drinking mixed cocktails. Everybody drinking beer, bitch. Like, it was, like, where the real Mexicans was. So I never really went over there. Um, so anyways back to the story so my boyfriend my little cartel boyfriend was like let okay so we're gonna go to tj tonight and i said all right cool my friend serena's gonna come with us that's how you know this let me tell you something when you dead in the rich nigga this is this is for all y'all out there don't don't disregard your friends because i'm gonna judge you okay let me tell you something when i, I any rich nigga i've ever dated i'd be like okay cool, and this my friend's coming too and you're going to pay for all her shit. That's how you're supposed to do it. Now people be dating rich motherfuckers and be like, I don't know. Should I ask him? It's not about asking him, dumb, dumb. You already got the upper hand. You got to just be like, he's, she's coming. He's coming. They coming. Pull out the card. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all be on some weird shit now. Like, I don't know what the fuck y'all on. But like, anyway, so boom. So he was like. Um, we got to go to TJ. Like, all right, cool. Because my friend Serena's going to come along with us. So, boom. So, me and Serena go in. And I remember he bought me this um, the day before he went to, we went to Saks Fifth Avenue and bought me all this, like, Roberto Cavalli shit. And so, I'm wearing all Roberto Cavalli just drips out, bitch. Drip, 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 bitch. Like, just super drippy. And so, boom. So, we in the car. And so, we go there. And so, like, you knew you was a real TJ rat. If you didn't park at the border, but you drove across the border and parked right in front of the uh, the club, which I used to do all the time, which I should have no business doing. But like, you know, I did. So he drove because, duh, he's Mexican, like Mexican, Mexican. And so he just drove right in front of the, the club. And then so we get out. So the night is going on. It's just it's on and popping. Oh, pause. So back to my stripper. My stripper's name is David. Bitch, I don't know if he's dead or alive right now. But that was my favorite stripper. And everybody knew, like, that was my man. That was my my boo. Like, that was really the man of my dreams, honestly. Like, honestly, the man of my motherfucking dreams. So, um, you know, but see, David never paid me no motherfucking mind. He was just like, dust me, dust me, dust me, dust me, dust me. And I was like, damn, this nigga is dusting me all the time. So, boom. So, I don't know what happened, why, but I ended up shaving off all my hair. I just went, I buzzed all my hair off. And so, I was giving very much chulo. I was giving, not chulo, I was giving very much cholo, bitch. I was giving very much, like, Mexican. So, bitch. So, 
we go to the club, me and Serena on in the American side, and then my boyfriend is in the Mexican side. You know, because he was doing Mexican shit, right? So... <laughs> So we on there, Serena over here, you know, we all have like a good time at meeting with all my friends. It's just like a vibe, right? So boom. So at this point, I'm so used to David, my stripper, dusting me down to the ground that I didn't even pay him no motherfucking mind at this point. I was like, this nigga don't even like me. I'm literally look like a motherfucking booger because he just, I, I don't know. Maybe the only, the nigga only like his, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Anyway, so long. So then I'm sitting down at one of the little tables. You know what I'm saying? Just drinking everything, child. Like, this was before, like, I was sick to one liquor, bitch. I was drinking adios motherfuckers. I was doing tequila. I was drinking honey. Like, it was just a motherfucking mess. So, boom. All of a sudden, and right by the area that I was in, there's, like, a little, like, strippers kind of danced on top of, like, these adjacent pillars, I guess, if you, you would call it, or, like, little areas that are elevated. So I feel somebody not kick me in my shoulder, but like gently nudge me. So I'm like, damn, maybe like what's going on? And it's David. And I said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me scoot over. I'm thinking like this nigga's like, you're clo too close to me. I don't know. I did this point. I think he hates me. He hates my fucking guts. So then he nudges me again. And then like he blows me a kiss. And I was like, and then I look over my shoulder. I'm like, maybe he's just somebody else behind me. Like what's going on? Girl had no idea. So I didn't think anything of I was like, just girl boom. So me and Serena go back to go to the Mexican side because you know, clearly when you got the nigga who's paying for everything, like you gotta show face a couple times and just be like appreciative and be like, hey bitch. You know, so we go back to the Mexican side and my boyfriend is over there just not booed up, but like he's in his little section with all the like mafioso Mexicans and shit like that. And everybody knew who he was. Like, that was one thing I did like going play because everybody knew who he was. Like, nobody fuck with him. Nobody fuck with him. Like, and every like nobody fuck with him, but also everybody fuck with him, if that makes sense. Like, everybody fuck with him, hard body. And that alone was very attractive. Cause if you're walking around with a nigga who everybody is ain't shook up on, but like everybody fuck with, that's so sexy to me. So boom. So, you know when you're drunk and you're in a club and you just start making friends with some random ass bitch that you just met in the bathroom? So, anyway, so I met this bitch in the bathroom and so she's telling me her whole life story. I already forgot by the time we got outside. So, then we outside and we at a table or whatever and she was like, I was like, what are you drinking? Whatever her name was. And me and Serena were like, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? She was like, I don't know what the fuck she said. I said, okay. So, we got the waiter and so I was like, whatever she wants. And then the whole area, I don't know why I did this, but me and Serena were like, hey, we started walking up to random people. What do you want to drink? What do you want to drink? And giving everybody like mad booze, bitch. And so, every time the waiter came over, we're like, it's on him. And we kept pointing to my boyfriend. <laughs> and so, then they had some shit, which is funny because this is the Cat Williams joke but they have some shit called sambuki which is like some coffee shit and so the joke is okay so it's literally a joke from um one of cat cat williams first specials where he says black people do not know how to turn down alcohol which is true we don't and he said one time i was in the club and i was drinking sambuki so that special came out in like i don't know what year but this is before the special 
And so clearly, black folks, we don't know how to turn down booze, bitch. So this waitress walks up and she had all these like, I'm sure like now you would call them what? Espresso martinis. So, but then we didn't know what the fuck this was. It was just some coffee shit. And she was like, she was like, what's in it? She said something about some Zambuki. I was like, I don't know the damn Zambuki, but I'll drink it, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't, like, I don't turn down nothing free. Like, now that I'm older, I if it ain't something I fuck with, I don't fuck with it. But back then, I was like, bitch, I'll drink anything. So, anyways, long story short, so we can fuck that. By this time, we are turned and crispy. So I go back to the American side. And by this time, it's not so, it's not super duper packed. And I'm just, I don't really remember this part, but Serena's with her stripper. And I was kind of by myself, which is so, I don't know what, how this happened anyways. David, my stripper, is sitting down on a couch by himself. And he just ushers, like he said, come here. And by this time, I'm like, this is so wild. This motherfucker is just finally talking to me. This is so goofy. So I sit next down to him. Bitch, we start making out. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is like, and you think about me. Like, I've literally lusted over this man for almost a year. I've been in love with him my whole life. (laughs) I've been in love with him for, like, a whole, like, seven months. And he is, like, all about me. And so I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my dreams are coming true. Like, oh, my God. This man, like, the most beautiful one in here is, like, all about me. And I knew, I was like, it's because I got my hair cut. Like, I, I'm giving straight. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving, like, mask for mask. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, great. So he was like, um, I, he was like, he didn't want, he was like, let's go back to my house. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, because I don't want to really have sex with you in, like, the um, back rooms, bitch. Because it just seems, like, loaded with disease. So... I'm a classy girl. But, um, so anyways, I was like, all right, let's go back. Let's go. He's like, you want to leave right now? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. First off, I don't know where this man live. Okay. I don't know where this man live. Nothing. But he, well, he did say he lives in Rosarito, but like, in I, you know, so anyways, we leave the club and he, we get into his car, bitch. And it's a little hoopsie. It's a little hoopsy. It's not like a, a lit ass. It's literally like a 1991 like Toyota Camry. Like it is not even, it is a hoopsy bitch. And when I get in, there is no floor in the car. It is like Fred Flintstone, yabba dabba doo. Like there's no floor in the car. So you had to like, I mean, there was, but like, there, like now, because I've known what it's like to work on cars, I, I, I get it, but, like, there is there is a place for you to put your feet, but, like, there was a big-ass, like, hole in that area. So you can see the concrete. You can see the ground. But, bitch, I didn't care because I was with my man. So then he goes up to me, my man, my man, he goes, he's like, oh, do you want anything to eat or whatever? And I was like, you know, me being a fat ass, I was like, yeah, I want a hot dog, bitch. So my man goes, gets me a little hot dog with a squirt. Which is a very much a TJ Mexican delicacy, and so <laughs> I'm eating this, and it's loaded with like a whole bunch of shit. Like them hot dogs be wrapped in in bacon, and you put like mad shit on top of it. There's mayo. There's it's just a bunch of shit on top of it, bitch. But they be they be cracking, 
after the club. They be crack. They crack already when you ain't even out the club or go to the club. They be cracking on a day to day basis. But baby, them motherfuckers be on a sick one when you come out the club. So he gives me my little hot dog or whatever, bitch. All the condiments, like all the the mayo and mustard, literally, uh, it's like a big ass glob that just slides down my chest, like all over my Roberto Cavalli. But I didn't give a fuck because I was with my man. So I'm really, like, at this point, I'm really fucked up. And he wasn't. Like, he wasn't. Like, it was really, it was really, like, trigger word. But it was really given, like, honestly, if if somebody were to look at this from the outside in, they'd be like, this person is fucked up. It's giving date rape. You know, that's how it really was. Because I was, re- like, when I tell you I was really fucked up, I was really fucked up. But it wasn't no date rape because I've been wanting this man my whole life. Honestly... I don't know what he's giving right now, but honestly, if I could reconnect with David right now, that man was fine. So anyways, so, because he had a great face too. Oh, anyways, I'm just over here reminiscing. So anyway, so I'm in a passenger seat looking like a scrub just with all, like just all this ketchup and mustard all over my Roberto Cavalli, sipping this fucking squirt. By the time, before we even pulled out of, the the parking lot i'm already like devoured the hot dog we get ready to pull out and we're already starting to pull out of the parking lot out of nowhere i hear something bang on the passenger window bang 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 i'm like the fuck is this i look up it's my boyfriend he's like where are you going i was like I don't know what I said but i was basically was like fuck off you fucking weirdo like get away from me and he just looked at me. He was like, all right, fine. I was like, get me off. And then some, but, but the stripper was like shook. He was like, uh-uh, you might need to go with him. I was like, fuck him. Let's go. Put the pedal to the metal, Fred. <laughs> and let's go, Flintstone. So I was like, so we, we went. So boom. So we get to his house, right? And it's right by the beach. And the only, like the way, the way I've described this for so many years is literally this. Do you guys remember when Princess Jasmine goes to Aladdin's little home for the first time? And they 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 climb up this little ladder, and then he doesn't have like a wall, but then he moves back a curtain, and he has like this beautiful view of the palace. Listen. This man, he's like, we're home. I was like, oh, where's the house? And we walk up, we, we climb up this fucking ladder. I kid you not. And we get to this like plateau and there's three walls, three walls. And the the fourth wall is literally a curtain. I, it, I, I mean, if I'm lying, I'm flying, hand to God. This man pulled back the curtain and there was like a view of like the Pacific Ocean, which was really beautiful, but like also kind of scary because it's pitch dark. So it's just like, bitch, uh, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't even fuck because I was with my man. So anyways, but and then I there was like barely a roof or some bitch. It was wild. So anyways, we performed the Seven Wonders. I performed the Seven Wonders. He performed the Seven Wonders. We just went back to back to back to back to back. Like fucking ping pong, bitch. Just performing the Seven Wonders. And then so early in the morning, bitch, bitch, there's... 
it has to have been like seven or eight o'clock in the morning because, or I don't know, maybe nine. I don't know. So I wake up next to my man and I'm like, what the fuck happened? So anyway, so we're like, you know, cupcaking, canoodling and just talking sweet nothing in each other's ear or whatever. And I was like, you never even talked to me. He was like, yeah, but like I was in a relationship and I really couldn't. I was only there for money. I mean, for my job and but like I've always thought about you. And I said, oh, my gosh, shut the fuck up. So then we went back to performing the Seven Wonders. So we performed the Seven Wonders again and again and again and again. Bitch, hold on. Side note. That man had a big ass dick. Like, I, like, let me tell you something. Mexican men have nice dicks, but if there's anything about a Mexican man's dick is one thing for sure. It may not, it's, it it could have length or it can may not have length. Okay? That's always the variable. It could be a long dick or a regular size dick. It's neither. It's one of those are the 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 very like the interchangeable variables. But one thing that it's never not is thick. Mexican men have some big ass thick ass dicks. Like they really fucking do. This man not only had a long dick, but it was thick as fuck, bitch. Like when I tell you, bitch, beautiful penis. Ooh, David. Now I'm thinking about him right now, my man. So anyway, so we performed the Seven Wonders. So once we're done performing the Seven Wonders, he's like, you want me to drive you back to back home? And I don't know why I thought this. Like, oh, yeah, he's going to drive me back home. Girl, I forgot this motherfucker is Mexican. He can't get into the United States. So he had to drop, drop me off at the border. And this is before there was cell phone. Like, I had a cell phone, but you didn't really take your cell phone into, into the club back then at that time. Um, and I don't even think I have money because I only went with that man, you know, my boyfriend, like he was paying for everything. So anyways, long story short, you know, I didn't have no money. So I hopped up on the trolley and take it all the way back home. Serena's like, oh my God, I thought you died. (laughs) She was so pissed. So Serena, when she left the club, she ran into my boyfriend and she he was she was like, Oh, where's Solomon? He was like, I don't know, but he's like, if you want, I can get you a hotel, but I'm gonna stay in Mexico. But Serena was like, No, I'm gonna leave. So anyway, so she goes to the border, she walks to the border, which wasn't far from the club. Like it, we always if we didn't drive, we always walked. So she walked to the border, she found all of our friends and stuff. Like literally when I tell you all of our friends went, like all of our friends would go to TJ like all week long. So, but it was like she was so mad but like she was mad at me for leaving her but then she was also like like mad because she was nervous she was like bitch so but like now we laugh at the story all like we laugh because not only that but here i am in broad daylight on the fucking trolley in this roberto cavalli with like i had like cowboy boots on too which is wild and i'm thinking about it and like with ketchup stains you know what i'm saying like Breaths probably smelling like dick. You know, like, it was wild, bitch. And hair is a mess because I didn't have no hat on. Like, now I wear hats all the time. But, like, you know, like, oh, but actually, no. My hair wasn't because I was bald. No, so I wasn't that bad. But I'm sure I was looking crazy. But we laugh about that still. But the, the thing is, it wasn't until, like, um, how can I say this? Um, shortly after 
I start like I, I mean I ran into my boyfriend again and like we 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 were cool and stuff like that. Um, shortly after we clearly broke up, I started. Um, how can I put this? Um, publicly, I started to like. Um, I just started becoming more aware of like. <laughs> I started becoming more aware of like the inner workings of the cartel, put it that way. And um, and once I started realizing the things that were going on, I was like, "This is wild." Like, this is very wild. Like, I could have been murdered. Like, I could. he could have just easily been like, kill this motherfucker. And it would have happened. Like, because it's so quick from what I've heard. And so, but I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. I will say this. And I'm not like, when it comes to the cartel, like, yes, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yes, all those movies with Latinos are like horrible, dangerous, evil men. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I get it, I get it, I get it. But I will say this. And I, I like I always try to make it a point to say this whenever this gets brought up. Yes, not the I'm done horrible things. But I will say those men, honestly, to this day, I've never met any more nicer men ever in my life some of the sweetest men like the nicest like most protective most like you know i'm sure it's just like another side of them but like even like in in the thick of it it wasn't like i don't know like you know when you watch these movies and it's like all this like you know super machismo like you know everyone has a gun and it's like all this like godfather shit and it's like eh, it's kind of like you know just watching flavor of love <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, me talking about the Britney Spears album and, like, you know, just really sweet guys. And I don't know how to put it. Like, they were just nice guys. And when that time in my life ended, you know, like, somebody like, oh, people, you know, there's only two ways people get out of those situations, either by death or being in jail. And it's like, not really. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Yes, there's some things about television and movies that are very, very true. But, like, I will say some of, they, are, they are some of the nicest men I've ever encountered. And I still know some of them. I still talk to some of them. And they're just really sweet guys. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's just me being toxic or what. I don't know if that's, like, a I don't know. But they were always been supportive. Like, even when I was like, you know, I'm going to make music. They were like, okay, we're going to fund this. We're going to give you some money to help you get back into the studio. I was like, this is... Like, you don't have to. They, they were like, yeah, here. Sweet guys. Really nice guys. Um, so, needless to say, when that phase of my life started to happen, <laughs> I looked back on me dating <laughs> my boyfriend. I was like... Yo, like he, I really could have been killed, bitch. Like he could, he really fucking could have like taken me out, but he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Like I was drunk and I went home with a stripper. You know, like what else is new? Like story of my life. Um, so yeah, that is the story of me and my TJ stripper. And honestly, just to follow it up, me and David still like <laughs> me and David still was like playing around for like a very long time afterwards like that's still my move my man it really is mm -hmm. and even when i grew my hair out bitch he still liked me 
Yup. <laughs> Well, those were the top five memorable moments of the Sodom Array podcast. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed listening to those as much as it was for me sharing them, but also re-listening to it. It was just, it made me really enjoy this podcast. Um, Also, I really was not expecting the moments of silence. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't believe out of, wow, of the five most memorable moments... Four people are dead. Um. <laughs> no, I really wasn't expecting that. Like, I, it just hit me just right now. I was like, wow, I can't believe. I just really just out of like, you know, what? out of 100 episodes, I take five segments, five segments out of 100 episodes. And the probability of people being dead, I would imagine, would be slim to none. And the fact that I just randomly pulled five fucking episodes and it's four dead people. That's some crazy shit, bitch. That's some crazy shit. Um, <laughs> so cheers to them. Cheers to us. Cheers to the Solomon Ray podcast and those memorable moments. I cannot wait to have more memorable moments on this podcast. Um, So again, thank you guys so much for listening and moving right along. So I do want to close this episode out with final thoughts. It's going to be really quick. I do want to say... um, do not give up with what it is that you're doing. Um, if you do have a goal in mind, a dream in mind, keep going, keep going, keep going. Consistency really is the key. Unless, honestly, girl, like, girl, listen, there are certain things I'm just like, give it up, delicious. You know what I'm saying? I, listen, okay, I'm trying to keep this serious part, and here I go, foolery. But I was talking to this man, and mind you, I've known him for like, 12 years and he just need to come on and just marry me bitch but he's been in school forever and i just be joking with him we'd be like girl give it up like he's like i got i got homework i got homework and i'm like give it up delicious you know what i'm saying like you are 44 years old like what are you doing what are you doing give it up wow how did i start final thoughts saying do not give up and it fast forward to like <laughs> two seconds later give up <laughs> Honestly, this is really the this is really the gist of my podcast. Juxtapositions. That's really what my podcast consists of. Me contradicting myself. <laughs> Honestly, I really was like, oh, final thoughts is really supposed to be the inspirational part of the episode. And I really implemented this because it's like out of all the tomfoolery, it's always nice to end an episode on something positive. But here's the thing. Let me just get this off my fucking chest because he really be getting on my nerves. He be really getting on my fucking nerves. Like, girl, hang it up, bitch. Hang it up. What are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm only 80% done. Bitch, 80, how you always 80% done? You need to be 95% done by now, bitch. You need to be done by the weekend, okay? You gotta, I can, every time I hit you up, I got homework. I, but he do be making time a few times out of the month to come see me or whatever. But anyways, it don't really matter. You, he needs to hang it up. What, what I'm saying is, I posted our conversation on the internet and the girls was like, that's really fucked up. What, and, and, you know, 
you could still get your degree at any time. And it's like, yes, I mean, first off, I'm just, that's him and I's humor. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, we just fuck with each other like that. I'm like, give it up, bitch. Um, but I will say, I mean, I okay, hold on. I say this, but let me just finish that thought. I just think, like, sometimes there are certain things where you have to hit a road where it needs to be give it up delicious. You know what I'm saying? There are certain things where I just feel like, mm, maybe after all these years, this is probably not the, the path. But <laughs> on the flip side, to steal all my fucking final thoughts, I will say, do not give up. <laughs> with what you want to do in life. You know, even if assholes like me get on a fucking mic and say, bitch, give up. Do not give up. <laughs> you know what? This is already fucked up. I don't even, I should just delete this. <laughs> I shouldn't even do a final thought anymore. I've already fucked it up. It's already just trash. I should have never mentioned my man and me telling him to quit school because now my whole fucking final thought is ruined. But you know what? Who cares what bitches like me say? Do what the fuck you want to do. Do not give up. Consistency, honestly, really is key. One thing that I was told early on um, when I did this podcast was do it. Just do not give up. Do not give up. Consistency is key. And I will say I was lucky enough to kind of hit the ground running um, with a built-in audience. But I will say as the more I've done it over and over and over again, like, it just gets better and better and more and more people are listening to it. So, yes, consistency is key. And there's something about that I really do admire people who do not give up. Um, there's a lot of things even in my career and my life that I just was like, no, I'm going to keep going. I already know where I'm supposed to be in life. I already know where I'm, I'm, I'm going. And I never took no for an answer. So, um that's kind of what I want to share with you, even though I kind of, you know, fucked it up earlier. But all in all, do not lose focus in whatever whatever it is that you are trying to achieve. Um, and I think sometimes we just need like a little pick me up from other people and to hear it from somebody else and be like, bitch, keep going, keep going, keep going. But I think the biggest pick me up is yourself. You know, like sometimes you really got it. And once I think once you find that in, which I think is honestly what my man is going through right now, because I'm sure everybody in his family like, bitch, you still in school, bitch, give it up. But he got that in him. He got that in him. He got my man got that in him. He is really it's so deep in him. He's like, I got to do it for myself. You know what I'm saying? And when you got that type of mentality, a bitch can't say nothing. AKA bitch is me, me, I am bitch. Cause he be really getting on my nerves. I need to drop this topic, but I'm thinking about some shit right now. You ever be thinking about shit and you be like, it, you be realizing shit and it just really kind of aggravates you again. Ugh, fuck. Anyways, that is all I wanted to share. I'm still going, I need to get this into a, a beautiful moment. Stay positive. <laughs> you know what I gotta hang up I really gotta get off this motherfucking mic bitch 
But before I do, I do want to give a sh- another thank you guys. I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in each week. And bitch, y'all be on my neck because sometimes when the episode wasn't coming in every Thursday, y'all be like, bitch, where the podcast? Where the podcast? I remember over, I think it was the summer of 2021. And y'all was like, bitch, podcast? I tried to take a sneaky break. Like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to see if nobody pays attention. Bitch, y'all was like, bitch, where the podcast? Um, I see you out there enjoying your life. Bitch, you need to get on that damn mic. So thank you guys for um, keeping your neck, your your foot on my neck and forcing me, honestly, by force. And very violent messages, which I respond to. You know, I really kind of respond to violence. So thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in each week. Thank you for allowing me to laugh. Thank you for laughing with me. Um, Thank you for these last two years. Thank you for 100 episodes. Thank you for the listener letters. Um, Just thank you. And I really cannot wait to do this again. So take care of yourself and each other. Bye.